describes acts of extreme violence in graphic detail and may include discussions about demonology and the occult, topics that caused widespread panic during the 1980s. This content may not be suitable for children under the age of 50. Viewer and listener discretion is advised. It's like we're like Motley Crue in like 1983, people throwing stuff right. on the uh, stage. Right, exactly. That's like. exactly right. And in fact, we now have, for those uh, watching the show, you can, I'll try to describe it. We now have the couch cam. Oh, there, there it is. There it is, the couch cam. And my understanding, correct me if I'm wrong, because you're talking about this for the show, is what you have said is you said that we'll be selling tickets. That's right. So there's two tickets for each show. You'll be able to purchase, and you can sit on the uh, on the on the couch and right. watch the show. Right. There will be a there will be a you will have to apply early because there will be a background check conducted. <laughs> That's right. If, <laughs> probably yeah. for probably for our platinum members or people who pay us enough money mm-hmm. for telling me that my mic is. I think what happens is when I bend down, it starts distorting. So I'll 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 thank you, gentlemen. See, if you dressed. Like, right, like an adult. No, this wouldn't happen. Well, you know what the problem is? We just moved all this crap, and um, I've got an answer for this too. The, the I can't find the tape that I would normally tape us. But I'm going to pull out one other thing. <laughs> hey, I wish I I wish I knew how to handle the soundboard there. <laughs> but the, <laughs> why are you heading over to the couch? <laughs> right, the couch cam. <laughs> couch cam. I don't want to see. This is, would you call it Grog Talk After Dark? Yes. Yeah. I love that. See, there you go. Oh, look at this. Is that Mr. Microphone? This is Mr. Microphone. See, it's just now. Hey there. Where was it? that commercial? Hey there, good luck. Hey there, good luck, and come back for you later. <laughs> yeah, I love it. There we go. So now we've got, it looks like, uh, by the way, I just put up the, oh, the goat is on the Discord server. Great. Oh. The goat? Yes. The goat is on the Discord. The goat. Goatalicious. Well, goatalicious. Wait, now why do you, oh, so that actually works. So you're using that in lieu of your, yeah. So I, well, it's just, just a prop that oh. lets you think that it's a microphone. So this, this would be for our interviews when we go for GrogCon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like one of us, I would use this or you. This. And, and for the New Hampshire primaries in right. 2024. You'll want to take this with you. Because Grog Talk podcast. Correct. Correct. Interview. Well, I love it. Okay. That's, 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 so this way you can go, uh, Vaprac, plural con. <laughs> we should go to the mall. <laughs> That's right. So this is this is so yeah. Check one two yeah. So there we go. This is what it's going to look like. It look like uh, all this. All, you now you'll be professional. I, I actually, you want to tell how bored we were? I look for the little triangle that has grog talk on here. 
Oh, well, I need that for the primaries. Okay. okay. You have two years to work mm-hmm. So anyway, with all that said, again, thank you for the folks. That's why we appreciate those early people coming on. They can tell us if there's problems with the mic. And this is what the patron money is. This, this, is, this, <laughs> this, is, this is what patron money spends. Exactly right. This is what you get. You get fancy things. You get uh, cams. So if you like supporting this kind of nonsense and costumes, um, you can become a patron. Please like and subscribe and uh, put, a, put a review on iTunes. We will read them verbatim right. as long as it's not profane. Much. Okay. All right. With that said, um, other things that are happening, if you want to play online, you can play on, the disc, uh, on our Discord, play by post. You can go out to Meetup. Actually, I'm going to be posting a Meetup soon. I'm going to be posting a Meetup. Or a game I'm running at GrogCon. So you want to be a rock and roll star. This is a, this is a book, uh, an RPG from the late 80s that Mr. Rob Ritchie purchased for me, which is very kind of him. And so I'm writing an adventure for the pseudo-undead. And so I need to play test it. So I'm going to be play, probably play testing it, not next week, but the week after, at a local store. That so, great. So I don't know if you wanted to go participate in the play test. I think I would like to. That'd be great. So there'll be the four band members, and it'll probably be uh, at this new gaming store, or it'll be at Sci-Fi City. We'll have to talk to Lloyd. The place I went to to, as I was passing signs out was the Haven Games off of 3385 South U.S. Highway 1792 in Castleberry. Tell them uh, James and Dan sent you. I talked to Matt, co-owner. Very nice folks. Mm. They have all kinds of gaming things there, so... Yeah, you're going old school. I'm you're going. literally you're pounding the pavement. I'm walking. Yeah, I'm putting up signs. I don't have the I don't have the wet paste to put yeah. on the, the on the on the poles there, but everything else I do. The Blues Brothers. It's a typo. Typo. Oh, the banners spelt wrong. What? Grogcon. How could that be spelt wrong? Spelled Grogcon wrong. That would be weird. Yeah. I'm looking at it. it looks okay to me. Yeah. I don't know. Minion, that was last year's banner. Oh, yeah. That was last year's banner. Did we misspell? Did we have a typo? No. Okay. Yeah, okay. They're, We're very sensitive. We, we, <laughs> yes, that was last year. I'm sorry, Minion. Yes, it was confused. So they, we was looking oh, at the couch cam. Oh, they were looking at that, yeah. They were looking at the couch cam, and that was our, that was our, that was our banner from last year. And it right. Was, why it's very special is was uh, for those listening was signed by all the participants there, which is very cool. Right. So we've kept up. We're kind of like all these bands. They go, they do tours, and they put up their posters from around the world. That's what we're gonna. Right. right. We're gonna try because that's why I put the Grog Con up there. All right, moving on. Uh, the bottom there. Oh yes, ah, gotcha. The the sc- the scrolling on the thing is wrong. Thank you. Thank you. Gotcha. He's saying there's the Chiron on the bottom of the Got it. So this is funny because I did, did I, t- I told Rob this story that uh, I finally caught up with the heraldries that I put up. You know, we make custom heraldries for our patrons. I updated it and immediately David Thompson and our Tim Cass say, hey, our names are spelled wrong. They've been up there for two and a half years. Wow. They finally... Sorry, it's, it's, it's actually limitations to run. That's their names. Right. <laughs> yeah, so, 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 we have deemed your name now with not with a T. Correct. Your, your name now is Rob Ritchie without a T. Right. 
And if you don't like it, well, that's that's too bad. So, but thank you, May. I appreciate it. Gotcha. We will I, will. I will put that on the list of things. It's interesting what people care about and what they don't care. Well, they say that about us. That's we have a one e podcast. That's right. We have one. That's right. Very good. You like you can hear your sound like this. I do like. Thank you. Okay, you're welcome. All right. So continue to move on. Speaking of a, a great uh, labor of love is Flipping and Turning. We are Flipping and Turning 8 is available now, the Illusionist one. I have that over here in our, on the bookshelf. I can't find it. I feel like I just moved, and I don't know where everything is. But Issue 9 is going to be released during GrogCon. Wow. So uh, that's going to be about Bard, so it's optional. Right. Optional one. And... Uh, can, can still submit articles up to this time. Are you going to spit something for the, the Bard issue? No. It's an option. That's true. What would I submit about a Bard? I don't know. How, you're, how you've, like gnomes, they're very exciting. Uh, that you'd like to play one. Didn't you, have you, are you as fascinated with Bards as you are with gnomes? No, not no. at all. Oh. Only, only evil. You can't you be. You can be a neutral evil bard, right? Yes. Okay, I'm fascinated by that. Right. Because that seems pretty cool. Right. A neutral evil bard. That's good. Yeah, I like that. Right. Okay. Well, I see, I see an adventure coming up for. You. And I like bard to be. Bard to be. Bard to be. Right. Bard to be. <laughs> I'm gonna be a bard one. Harder than that, no. I got you. Okay. Well, I will be putting the reason I'm doing this play test that I can finalize it. So because it's, it's going into. Uh, since it's a bard, a mod, a bard issue, I'm putting the adventure in there. That makes sense. Thank They're you. a band. They're a band. That's great. Hey, see? All these tie-ins. Yeah. So it will be probably next Thursday the 18th. Does that work for you a Thursday? Is that not a good day for you? Thursday's fine. Okay. I will be putting up on Meetup. So uh, Donna and Rob will also be joining us. So I need three other players to, to be the pseudo-undead and the various other uh, characters as they... As they go and play the Flesh Pole Festival. Whoa. In 1982. Couch cam. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Is the game in the studio here? No. <laughs> you know, it could be at the studio. If we get all people. I don't want to play. <laughs> if we get all people who I know, I'd be happy to. If it isn't, then there is the background checks we'd have to do. I think I'm going to be. <laughs> that's part of that's part of the rock and roll lifestyle, baby. <laughs> it's a long way to the top if you want to wow. rock and roll. Wow. So, but uh, yeah, so it'll be that'll be very fun. All right, uh, I think that's it for the announcements. Uh, let's do some uh, random encounter. Excuse me, sir. It's August. Oh my goodness! It's, it's August 1982. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. You're right. It is August. We got to do best of 1982. I apologize. Then Which we can... also means we are flipping our calendar. We have Days of the Dragon calendar. Yes. From 1982. Correct. And we are going to turn it August month. Right. And we like to try to guess what color dragon. Right. What dragon. Kind of... So this is your chance. We There's about a 10 second delay. Um. So... Give people a few seconds. What dragon is going to be the August dragon? What's I'm, your guess? I'm going to go with, well, there is no, really not such a thing as an orange dragon. I'm going to go with it anywhere. I mean, I know people have written about orange dragon, dragon magazine. Have they? Well, they have. Oh, okay. No, so, they have. They so there's have. a fuchsia dragon now? And... There is. There is an orange dragon. Okay. 
So I'm going to go with orange, which I know it won't be. Well, they had a ruby, so at least you're at least it's vile. At least there's in the realm of possibilities a chance for that. Right. Um, which of course that whole idea of the gem dragons being here kind of throws this off. But I'm thinking August. I we haven't seen a blue dragon. It's summer. I'm going with blue dragon. Okay. Are we ready to turn? See if anyone else has blue. That's what Menion put too. And uh, Rob has white. Okay. I was thinking about white, but I was thinking white maybe summer. I, I think you can wear white up through Labor Day. Oh, that's what point. my understanding. Here it is. is. All right, here we do go. You have a drum roll. Oh yeah, we do. Hold on. Drum roll. Can they see that? Uh, they can see that. And now the August Dragon from 1982 is revealed. Whoa! It it's is gold. Gold. Oh, it's gold. It's a gold dragon. Yay! Congratulations. Gold dragon. You had to wait. Isn't it steam? Orange. Look, it's Jamie Graham. We've had him before, haven't yeah. we? Uh, we talked about him. All right, so it's an orange dragon. Thirty-four. It's a gold dragon. It gold. looks orange, but it's gold. It's a gold dragon. This is what gold dragon. This is what happened on August sixth, yep. Friday, August sixth. Today is the forty-eighth birthday of Piers Anthony, who was born Piers Anthony Dillingham Jacob. Wow, that's a mouthful. Wow, Ginger Hobbler Smith. Piers it? Anthony. Pierce Anthony, Pierce Anthony, something Jacob. His yeah. name is my name too. My major motivation as a writer, my inability to quit writing, and my dissatisfaction with all other modes of employment. Interesting. That was a very long quip and quote from. Is that a quip or a quote? Well, I think a quip is a subcategory. Okay. So please let us know what your definition of quip and quote is. What the quip and quote? The quip and quote. It's a good store. For, I don't know uh, what they're selling. Yes, the quip and quote. Squirrels. Paper. No, well, the squirrels is, well, quip and quote is good because we called well, someplace the scroll place yet. Scroll Emporium is what the scroll. Mm. Quip and quote. It's definitely a library or some kind of bookstore. Indeed. A lending library. So what, what song? Was number one, August sixth, nineteen eighty two. Mm. And I'll give you a hint. A okay, hint? I'll take a hint. It was it was a song from a popular movie. Uh, a sporting movie. Sporty movie. Yes, Ooh. sports. Yeah. I didn't realize this. Wow, it's not number one. It's not the number one movie. Which surprised. Okay. And it was a sequel. Okay. It was a sports. Eye of the Tiger. Correct. Sung by who? Uh, Survivor. Correct. Now, what's interesting is that's not the number one movie. Wasn't that Rocky Two? That was is I think Rocky Two. Right, maybe three, three at that. Oh my! The number one movie is August 6th, nineteen eighty-two. So it's a blockbuster, probably. It is a blockbuster. Yes. Um, E.T. Correct. Bill E.T. Yeah, I, I assume E.T. is going to be. Forever. <laughs> for that rest of the time. Okay. 40 years ago today. 40 years ago today. So, yes, Eye of the Tiger. I feel pretty good that I got that one. Very good. Excellent. Well, thank you for that. Um, people are commenting that the dragon looks orange. And, and I don't disagree. It is, it is not your screen. It is orange. Um, and it's playing with that a gnome or an elf. I don't know. He's playing chess again. I feel like we see strong. Right. Is this very similar to when you let the Wookiee win? Because 
So, I would. Yeah. Wouldn't you? I would. Dragon win. That's right. Let the dragon win. That's my... Okay. Dun, 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 dun. Exactly. So, okay. So now... Time for random encounter. Now we have a problem. We have... We do have a problem. Houston, we have a problem. We have two problems. A, uh, I don't see uh, Shannon's out there, the angry monk, which is oh, the only good is news. Good. This is good. Problem. We have no problem. <laughs> There's no problem at all. The angry monk dice aren't missing. There's no... They're not missing. Okay. We don't... It's not that they're... We, we took them to the tournament, and now we can't find them. So one, two, or three is being folio. Right, four, four five, five, and six. six. And, and, and if it makes many feel any, makes any monk feel any better, I've also lost some of my stuff. We will be using this little lid right. jar. This is like Diminutive. Of, yeah, this is like almost like the top of those, uh, what do you call those little jars? That you mason have? jars? Exactly. It's like a little mason. This is our dice tray. All right, excellent. One. Bean folio. All right, yay, bean folio. Okay. Now, for those playing at home, it's still the toad, if I remember correctly, because the toad defeated a kobold. Wasn't there like a? It wasn't there like a group of toads? And they no, that was against the dwarf. You oh. are correct. You. Uh, so I have to be careful. That didn't. That that wasn't affirming. So I apologize. You are correct in that uh, there was a there was a group of toads that was episode one hundred and six. Now we're on episode 107, and I'm sorry, episode, that was episode 105. 106, we, uh, we had Lloyd of the Fearless Light of Jacksonville do the random cow with us. He rolled up a cobalt. That's right. I remember he was very sagacious in his knowledge of cobalt. Correct. And what happened to the cobalt? He was eviscerated. He was, was surpri- I think he was surprised, and he got hopped on and all over. But the- so the giant toad is still champ. Yes. Wow, that's pretty impressive. Is he two and zero? Oh? At least. Did he beat the dwarf? Did he beat, well, he got a dwarf and a kobold. So, but okay. Right. Well, you know, these are like you know, journeymen. Right. Okay. Going for the prize. Yeah, so, I'm. I'm going through giant toad. Yeah, kobold died. Wow. So giant toad. How Mr. Many, Toad's he, wild ride. So, how, what's his record? Uh, I picked it up. Let's see. Yeah, pretty impressive for for a toad. toad. Right. Uh, he. He has won twice. Let's see. Yeah, he's this is this he's going for his third win. Wow, very impressive. Okay. Yeah. Okay, sir, I need you to roll a d10 in the little the little teacup. <laughs> yes. Tempest dice roll in the teacup. Four. It's working pretty good. Okay, we are not in a we're not in a dungeon. Oh, thank goodness. We are in Arctic conditions. Ooh. That's interesting. Okay. So, I guess it was you on a vacation? <laughs> well, maybe there's better food up there in the lands. Okay, so he's heading north for food. I need you, sir, roll a d6 to find out terrain. In which he- Five. He's in the mountains. He's in the Arctic in the mountains. Wow. What happened? Doing up there. I don't know. We'll have to figure it out. Maybe he's been summoned. Um, well, you know, the theme from a couple of weeks ago, if you remember, was uh, Vastri. Maybe Vastri has sent him. Is it? Oh, yes. Uh, yeah, okay. A hopping oh, Prophet. On, you're right. All he's right. on a mission. Boop. He's on a mission. Hopping All right, profit. what's he hunting? I need percentile. This will, be, this will be a little bit of a challenge. Oh, I did it. 58. You're easily pleased with it. I am. Whore fox. Oh, whore fox. That's actually very appropriate. 
Fox, Fox and the Toad. That's right. The okay. Fox and the Toad. I'm looking up. So is Horror Fox going to be under Horror Fox? Or is I think it's under Toad. F- I mean under Fox. I think it's under Fox. Correction. Okay. That fo- what fox is not a whore? That's the question. Well, whore like, it's under whore. It is. Whore fox. Okay, I am on page 50. As opposed to a hua, which is how we used to say that in New York, a hua. Whore. Say hua. Oh, okay. I don't know why, but that's what they All say. All right, well, this is H, just for everyone listening, yes. understand, this is H-O-A-R. Like, well, whore with a Y, is that like with um, aged. I know. Fortunately, we have very learned people. Yeah. What is what is H O A R? What does that mean? That, that scoundrel whore fox. I don't. Yeah. All right. Hang on. Well, now I got to look it up. You have to look it up. Well, I have access to the internet too. Do you? That phone. Please. Okay. Senior in them. All right. Hang on. All right. H O A R. Yes. Your Wi-Fi is tech. Okay. Gray, yeah, like hoary, grayish white, gray or uh, or gray haired with age. Or it said hoary is like older, but so it's like white with age. Oh, the noun. Look at this. Uh-huh. Hoarfrost. H o a r f r o s t. Hoarfrost. Mm. There, you're not as fascinated. As, I'm, I don't know what it means, but I'm uh, looking that up too. Hoarfrost, a grayish white crystalline deposit of frozen water vapor formed in clear, still weather. On vegetation fences. It's that stuff that's on, like, plants when yeah, you come yeah. out. Right, so the frost. frost. That's called hoarfrost. Ah, oh, the hoarfrost is fresh in the morning. Like a hoarfrost. Okay. I feel like we, someone has to do something with hoarfrost. Yes. Good name. That, the, uh, well, Tim Cass, Cass is out there. He needs to do that. Hoarfrost. Hoarfrost. So the hoarfrost. So it's is, fun saying that. It is fun. Like shrewd light. <laughs> oh, James, you know how to make me laugh. That's right. Okay, so... So we've learned something. So right. Horror Fox is because he's like, right? He's white, and it's, and it's like the like the mist, the frozen mist in the morning. And do you know that there is a drawing? I hadn't really noticed this. There's a drawing where I don't want to look at it. Okay, it's killing people. Oh, perfect, wonderful, well done, Fiendfolium. Yeah, that is well done. Okay, we appreciate that. The Horror Fox. What is its frequency? Okay, and just I just to point out something. Remember the Hellcat, which is on the same page. Or this right, Hellcat? Hellcat right. How big is that Hellcat? What size? One foot. Large. Oh, it's large. Wow. <laughs> That's my point. They need like a little person here. That's right. Because you think he's just like a little right, cat. Right, a little house cat. No, he's large. Exactly. He's large. That's ridiculous. That's right. Those things are coming into battle. They're familiars of devils. So like a devil comes walking in, like Asmodeus is like this cat is kind of you know, over and, and there's just so many funny... You, you insert the joke there about a large cat. That's all I have to I say. I don't know anything. He is... Wow, the Hellcat's serious. My God. Okay, but moving For on. For those who are keeping track, if you were on issue four of Flipping and Turning, this is where we divert. We look at another monster. Well, <laughs> we do exactly that. <laughs> that was so predictable. Okay, right. the horror fox frequency. I'm going to say it's uncommon. It's rare. Oh, thank goodness. Number appearing. One. To six. Wow. Yeah, six. Yeah. Well, James, look at the picture. Oh, I guess. I see. I didn't, I, kind of, I didn't want to look at it because I was afraid I'd cheat. So basically, these things are like you're out there camping in the Arctic, and they just like <laughs> send them. It's, okay. That's terrible but, and tragic. Movement. 
Uh, 15. Yes. Ooh, thank you. They're sprightly. Yeah. Uh, hit dice. Three plus two. Two. Percent layer. Uh, 10%. 20%. Okay. Come out every now and then. Number of attacks and damage. Uh, one attack for two to eight. One for one to six. Okay. You think they have any special attacks? Yes. What kind of special attack? Kind of breath. Some kind of cold thing. You're correct. Breath one. They are animal intelligence. Their alignment is neutral. How, how, how long? How long are they? I'm going to say they're, I'm going to say they're medium. Five, four feet long. You're, you're thinking the Hellcat. No, uh, four feet. Close. Very close. Four feet. Is that small or medium? That's small. They're like a puppy. Wait, they're four feet. Puppy? Puppy? What kind of puppy? Puppy. Yeah, that's a big puppy. <laughs> big puppy. Four feet the size of a gnome. Ah. Uh-huh. Okay. They're small. All right. True. Uh, they do not have sonic boom. Inhabitants of cold regions. Poor foxes are usually encountered in small packs and are rarely 10% chance aggressive unless threatened. Oh, this could be one of those things you kill them for the pal. Right? Oh, yeah. yeah Don't you right. think? Yep, yep. However, their pals of beautiful silver gray fur are regarded as very valuable. An undamaged specimen will command 100 gold pieces on the open market. And for this reason, they're often threatened by adventurers. So, really, so if you're going to have like a baddie, he could be like wearing like what, like a whore fox. This is good for the eco terrorism uh, druid adventure. Yes, yes. You've gone up there because the the whore foxes have called, summoned you. There's a great disturbance in the balance. Right. There's a marauding group of whoever. They're, de- they're, they're deforesting. De- they're deforesting. They're just pillaging. They're Wiping out the tundra, and you're there to seek revenge. Oh, it'll be like the final left, like Noah's Ark. Right. That's a male and a female. Well, it's yeah. Like, yeah there's, well, there's three left, and, and there's because they have a child, but yeah. the mother is killed. So then you have to figure out some kind of genetic. Well, maybe we can bring in the mad wizard. <laughs> That's right, reincarnate. Bring the mad wizard. That's right. <laughs> a strange yeah. whore fox. That's right. The owl bear. Owl, the owl fox. That's how the owl bear creates. That's right. Like that. Yeah, the owl fox. Well, we were running out of uh, we were running out of whore foxes, so that's true. Yeah, maybe it was like an endangered owl. Correct. That created the owl. Okay. Though they bite and attack for one to six hit points of damage, their main weapon is a breath weapon. A co- see, this drawing is just de- oh, this drawing I was going to say is deceptive because they're not very aggressive. I mean, what is it? Oh, ten percent of the time they're aggressive, unless threatened. Maybe this is the eco terror. Maybe well, well maybe it looks they, like I mean they look like. Yeah, this looks like the... Okay, who thinks... How much is their pelts worth? Yes. Uh, excellent 90 point. Oh, is it 100 gold pieces? Okay, 100 gold. gold. I mean, that's money. But an elephant is worth... Uh, those t- tusks are worth a lot more money. I think an elephant would be a little easier. Six whore foxes with a breath weapon? That seems pretty scary to me. So you could do, you could do an adventure where they're first-level character. The entire adventure is going and killing someone. Like that's right. like kills. That's nice. Yeah, slaughter. Yeah, but or or get killed. I mean, that's it's that's, not worth. No, you're right. I get your point here, which is it's not worth it. Right, hundred gold pieces. Right. Yeah. What you could do is you could do an analysis of treasure type and versus how cost benefit. Yes. Right. Gold if, piece per hit die, hit if, point. If we're gonna go after something. Right. Gold piece per hit point. Right. I'm surprised no one has done that before. They probably have. 
You would think by each monster, because they have they've done XP. They do the average treasure, go mm -hmm. run run the average treasure, and gold piece per hit point. Well, those people are usually banned in the <laughs> games. <laughs> but then they're on our Discord. Counting like counters. How you moron? You're going after that. He's only worth three point seven eight gold piece per hit yeah, point. Yeah, this is what you want to do. That's the right. giant hornet. <laughs> the giant no was. No one realizes it, but if you look at the giant hornet, it's. Literally walking money. <laughs> Literally walking money. Okay. So, uh, all right. The uh, Cone of Cold. That's the breath of The Cone yeah, of Cold. Yeah, a Cone of Cold. A Go Cone ahead. of Cold. A Cone of Cold. With, with, with a range of 30 feet, only wide enough to catch one victim. So it's very concentrated. The Cold Cone. The Cold does 212 hit points yeah. of damage. Say perhaps... Oh, yeah, so... Okay, so if you're just like you're a first level dude, you're sitting out there camping. Man, it's cold. Get the right. And then, like, one of these things comes up on you, just breeze on you from 30 feet, you're dead. Baby, it's cold outside. Yeah, I'm sure. Right. Okay, for the purposes of the breath attack, the victim's AC is treated as 10. The modifiers for decks are permitted. The horror fox is immune to cold. So, what does that mean? You have, because typically you don't have to roll to hit. So, I assume that what. They're implying there is you have to make a roll to hit, then he gets a sa saving throw. Breath weapons don't require to, like a dragon breath weapon. It just it's, it's like a fireball hits. And well, you you the monster or you, the spellcaster declares where it's going, and if when it goes off, whoever's in that area then makes a saving. Throw. You're right because the normal attack is one at one to six. So that right. clearly is he's biting you. Yes, yes that's right. Here she's biting you, nipping you. Right, and yeah, they bite. For one to six, but the breath weapon. Uh, you're right. It right. says, yeah, for purposes of the breath attack, the victim's AC is treated as 10. So clearly you have to do it to hit. Is there a discussion of breath attack in the beginning? Probably not. No, because it's a special attack. Yeah. It would just talk about special attacks. Is the only place breath weapon is talked about in any detail, I assume, is on Dragon and the Monster Manual? Yes. Yeah, you're right. But so it just says modes. As dragon breath, magic use, and so forth. Refer to the main text for a detailed explanation of these, including the method and frequency of the attack and the damage of play. Huh? Yes, that's Jack. He's been he's been he's been going for the last forty five minutes. Got it. So yeah, I guess that's what you got to do it to hit with this one. <laughs> I hear a horror fox. Hey. Is that a horror fox coming? Coming. How much is Jack's? Okay. The horror fox. Uh, if it's 100 gold pieces, I, uh, that, that, that may change. If you he keeps barking, that may change the calculus for him. But you only have one hit point. The horror fox is immune to cold base attacks. It takes double damage from fire. And fire will, of course, render the pelt. Ah, yeah, that's, you don't want to fire. If you're after the pelt, you don't want to fireball. Right. Well, you don't want to also, as this is going to sound terrible, you don't want to attack him with an edge, uh, edge weapon. Oh, you destroy the pout. Right. You got to club him like a baby seal, basically. Yeah. Or a net. Or a net. Sleep spell. Sleep no, spell. Does sleep spell work on animals? Yes. We hit dice. Yeah. Sleep spell would actually be the best. Sleep spell. Right. Yeah. So there's Arctic. So not only. So there's Saul's Arctic Expeditions. Oh, yes. It's like go. Yeah, go pelting. Yes, that's right. Come back with pelts, whatever you right. get. It's like right. going it's like, like a safari. Gold and stuff yeah. Oh, like a that. safari, one of those panning for gold kind of yeah. things. Saul's Arctic Adventures. You want to get a horror fox pelt? We'll take you out. A day of safari, you eat out, you camp in the stars, 
you see the hoar frost or whatever it's called, the hoar frost. Hall for us, yep. Right. And then we'll go find an innocent group of whorefoxes sleeping in their den, and we'll cast <laughs> sleep, and then we'll, you'll get to slit their throats. So where are the whorefoxes? That's right. Some misunderstanding. <laughs> where are they at? Exactly. I'm freezing. <laughs> Three whorefox night. This vacation sucks. <laughs> That's no, we're here to get the pelts. Oh, I'm getting pelts. <laughs> All right, so so that's why the, that's why the toads he's on the vacation. Right, he's, <laughs> he's taking the whore fox, chasing some whore fox tail. Uh, all righty, okay, he's uh, all right. He's looking for some pelts. That's right. This is terrible. Put him on the wall. Hang I like pelts the whore, I like the whore fox though. Oh yeah. So people walking around town like greyhawks, they should be like like you'd have like a whore fox hat. Right. Okay. I assume everyone's wearing weird stuff like that. <laughs> In winter time, it's they pull go to their closet and they pull out their owlbear pelts yeah. and their hookora pelts. You see, I see the hookoras on there. Don't don't forget your horror fox scarf. That's right. Where did you leave that? That was last year's Christmas present. So, <laughs> Come on, you know, you have to have the clip so you don't lose it. Yeah, do you remember that? I don't know. You you grew up here, didn't you? I'm opposed to. I did. I'm yeah. opposed to killing horror foxes. <laughs> that's terrible. That's right. I'm a pescatarian now. All right. Okay. I like. I'm rooting for the Horfox. Well, good because you're running the Horfox. I love it. All right. I'm not so, aggressive. You're not aggressive, but you except for ten percent of the time. Except for ten percent of the time. Whereas I, the giant poisonous giant, giant poison. Like oh, you're poisonous. No, I'm giant. Okay. I forgot what I am. Someone tell me. I am a giant toad, not poison. You're not even an ice toad. Nope. Okay, you are a giant and toad. And what page was the whore fox on again? I think you may have said it. But... Page 50 of the Fiend Folio. Okay, and now we're going to... He really is... You know, you know you got the Fiend Folio when these are the monsters on the pages. Hellcat, Hook Horror, Giant Hornet, Hound of Ill Omen, and a Hecuva. Hecuva. Yeah, you yeah. know you're on the Fiend Folio. And they're all under H. Fortunately, the British didn't make them random letters. They're all under H, which is good. Very okay. So yes, on page ninety-five is the giant toad, okay. which, which is the the man, the myth, the legend, Mister Toad Wild Ride. Can I roll to see if I am aggressive? I'd like to start with that. A but... one is if I'm aggressive. Right. Am I aggressive or fox? You're not. You're just hanging out. Uh. I'm a giant toad, so now it's time for a surprise. Am I male or female? Okay. You have children. How many? Oh, this is terrible. It's one to six. I'm never coming home. I was a, oh, you're, oh, okay. One to six. Well, the kid sticks. Wow, you have a wow. lot. Of, you got a pups. Big litter. Yeah. All right. You said you're male? Yes. You're, a, you're, a, you're the father of six children. I am. Okay, so I'm out looking for food. Right. Uh-huh. Okay. okay. Oh, and I see food. And you see me. Wow, what are you doing here? Not even an ice toad. That's right. You're not even an ice toad. <laughs> you're I trouble. probably eat you. How big are you? Oh, you're huge. I'm medium. Ooh, you're bigger than me. Yeah, oh, so thanks. basically, so my back goes up, arches, That's right. and the hair is all. Starts barking maniacally. All right, let's do it. Howling. All right, so now it's a surprise. Okay. Two. Oh, That's boy. good for you. Oh, so, so we're both surprised. We're both surprised to see each other. Indeed. Let's see the distance. 
Ah, ten feet away. So Whoa. you, so you can, you have, you get your attack in because you're within uh, ten feet. Okay. All right. What would you like to do? You have six seconds. I'd Go. like to do. A call. I'd like to do breath, breath weapon. Okay. So I, 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 we're going to say you have to make an attack roll. I agree with you because so, it's a, so but just, your AC ten. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Three. Uh oh. I think you miss. I mean, they wouldn't put that there unless you had a reason. What to. happens if you fumble a breath? Uh, I don't know. That's interesting. Let's see. Fumble on a breath you, attack. You swallow it. You swallow. You die. <laughs> so I'm AC ten. You're how many hit dice? I rolled a three. I am two hit dice. I think you. I'm pretty sure you. A missed. three. Yeah, you missed. A you three. Need, you need a six. Oh man, you're close. All right. So now it's initiative. Okay. How many times a day can you use that breath weapon? Okay. Their main weapon is a breath weapon, a cone of coal with a range of 30 feet, only wide enough to catch one victim. The coal does 2 to 12 points of damage. AC 10. It doesn't say anything. You can just do it every time? Wow. Makes sense, does it? Black, here, you read it. Am I missing something? I don't think you're missing anything at all. Breath weapon. Missing information. Right. Nope. Cone of cold. I'm gonna say maybe that's a trade-off. I don't know. Can you use a breath weapon in melee? No, I would. Well, I, well, yeah. I, I mean, a dragon can he because he so to make any sense though. But he would always use the breath weapon, right? Every time. I mean, well, if we're gonna well, follow, like, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was gonna say, well, well, well. There is a save for half damage, but still. Well, it's that's AC, the same thing with dragons, and it's AC ten, right? And it's 2 to 12. Even half damage is 1 to 6, which is my normal. It makes no sense. I'm going to say you can do it three times a day. Okay. Sounds good. Like a regular dragon. And, you, and for, if you were playing this as a monster, I would give it a 50. Because dragons is 50-50 per chance. If it has a choice between attacking oh. or uh, breath weapon, you're supposed to roll 50 per chance. And okay. it'll do it three times a well, day. Well, unless you're playing the game, though, can't you choose? Well, you... Not supposed to, because you. I mean, you could. You can always override the default in the monster man. It's just like it says a lot of things that will do this first before they do. Yeah, of course you can decide. A super a super genius dragon is not just going to do dumb things. Well, I'm just an animal. Right. It's all right. So now it's initiative. Okay, so I can do it three times, and I can choose. Is that what you're saying? I'll let you choose. Okay. Because it's an attack. Because right. uh, so I'm going to try to swallow you. Three. Ooh, simultaneous. Ooh. So what? Oh, I'm breathing in your mouth. <laughs> this is. Oh boy. Oh, the humanity. Oh no. Oh wait, I didn't. I didn't want to know that. <laughs> this is a scary sight. This is scary. I, <laughs> they're like kissing each other. Are they fighting or kissing? So, yeah. So you're like you're trying to swallow me, and I'm doing. A... All right. They now have to go to the couch. They're going to the couch. Oh uh, boy, couch cam. That's good. Let's go to the couch cam. The okay. horror fox and uh, horror fox know, Todd. Back to their corners. All right, all right. So it's a uh, roll your tit. All right. How Wait, did oh, I'm I sorry. Miss? You're bre- you're breathing again. Uh, How sorry. did I miss? Uh, you did. You roll That's a ridiculous. If you roll a one to five, you miss. Four. Four. You miss. You're, you're opening your mouth. Ah. You're like here, breathe into my mouth. <laughs> Some, so much good stuff there. Anyway, I rolled the six. What's your armor class? My AC is six. I'm sure I missed that. So we both missed. We're both stunned by our this attacks. Is this is terrible. This is terrible. Well, this well, this is 
This is so first edition. This is first edition. We're going to fall in love. That's right. That's right. I can't kill you. I love you. That's right. <laughs> if, they, if we don't fight, they'll kill us both. All right. So it's initiative again. Okay. As we... Five. Four. All right. Yes. Now. All right. This is your final breath weapon if you're going to use Come it Come on. Now. Bring it to an end. Fourteen. All right. Two to twelve. Well, you get a save. That's true. Oh, not in the dice. Twelve. Let's see, a second level fighter against breath weapon? Close. Is, is this the end of Mr. Toad? Wild ride ends. Wild ride ends in the mouth of a boar box. In a mountain in the Arctic. Breath weapon. Oh, yeah. He doesn't. He, he fails. All right, so two he takes the 12. How many hit points? I don't know yet. I have two, two plus four. Okay, so here is the... Uh, well, here, you want to roll your hit die? Roll, roll your hit point. I want to have my hit point I think first. so. Then the damage. Four. Nine. Thirteen hit points. Oh, I can't kill you. Nope. All right. Two. Ah, uh, seven. You're down so to six. Down to six. Okay. My turn. Seventeen. Once you have, tough guy. You have six less. Uh-oh. Okay, so here's my hit point. Oh, sorry. So four. Five. Oh, 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 boo. Oh, that's a shame. Do you freeze? All right, so. Yes, hellhounds do, do, do have a limited breath weapon. Oh, right? hellhounds have unlimited breath weapon. But it is, no, they have a. Oh. Did he say unlimited? Limited breath Oh, so but does it say it's limited? So if it doesn't say it. I think right. Theirs is like a recharge, if I remember correctly. Like you can do it every six rounds or something like that. All right. I thought. Maybe not. Well, we're going there. I'm on page 51. Page 51. Monster. Okay. Breathe fire. So it's a breathe fire, which, of course, would be, obviously. So they can do it any time, I guess. Hellhounds breathe out a scorching fire. On well, this heart. is in addition to a normal attack. In addition to a normal attack. Oh, so they're biting and throwing flame, causing one hit. For each hit dice they possess. So it looks like it's unlimited? Yeah, it doesn't say that. It doesn't say that it's not unlimited. Which is interesting, because I've always read it, you do one or the other. But the, right? in addition, does that mean in addition you have a special oh. attack, or in addition at the same time? That's a good point. In addition to a normal attack, simply biting with their great by teeth, hellhounds breathe out. That's a very good question. I don't know. I don't know how to read that. It could be read either way. We've we've always played it. They do one or the other, but yeah. So there you go. That one's unlimited, and there's no hit. It's just opponents with, ten, but it's only ten feet distance. It's, so it does say in addition. It doesn't say in lieu of a normal attack. Right. In well, addition to a normal attack, I think they're breathing fire as they bite you. Right. That's what I would say. So I certainly don't know that I'm right. Well, that would make them super deadly. I mean, because they're, they're really cool, but they get, tend to get beaten down. That would make them a little more powerful. Okay. Nope, every round, unlimited. Yep, that's right. And I guess it's just a matter of opinion as to whether it's, it's in, addition. in lieu of or... Right. On, yeah, both. Well, there you go. So it's every time. But, well, we do know it's, well, we do know it's unlimited, yeah. Yeah, but their uh, breath weapons... Is okay, but it's not as good as the Horfoxes, which is 2 to 12. 
this is up to seven. If their normal average one would be six hit points. But though it's six points all the time. Yeah, this is very troubling to me. That we Why don't is know it the answer. Well, we don't know the answer on the horror fox. I don't feel like you should, you should Well, there's precedent, it. but it's in a different book, but it's, it's precedent that if they don't say how many times a day, you just make it unlimited. The question is, that's pretty powerful. Why would the Horfox would just stand back and breathe on people well, if bothers, smart? Well, what bothers me is that it doesn't indicate whether, not only does it not indicate whether it's unlimited or not, it also doesn't indicate whether you have to hit, though I agree with you, the strong inference is yes. Why else would you have an Right. You know, a lot of these came from the... What was from uh, White Dwarf's Fiend Factory? Fiend Factory, right. But I, so you can always go back and look at that. Then my guess is that it doesn't tell you anything more. It'd be weird for them to drop relevant, wouldn't it? I think so. Okay. Maybe we can follow up with the, see who the original author was. This is your homework that's, assignment. That's true. Go to the Fiend Factory. Yeah. See who submitted this. Yeah. And then stalk them. Stalk them like you've done to right. other British authors that you've become right. enamored with and ask them that question. Yeah, that's a great I'm idea. I'm sure that he's he, I'm gonna I'm gonna assume the gender of the person he uh is a podiatrist now and hasn't played D D in forty one years and, and will readily know the answer to that. Right. Or more likely have no idea. Huh? I don't know. <laughs> Think about it. <laughs> Exactly. Why do you care? Right. That was 40 years ago. Right. All right. The horror, well, you know what? It doesn't matter for us because the horror fox didn't survive. But I do like the But it is important to know for purposes of my venture. Well, that's right. Uh, my horror fox pelting adventure. Your horror fox pelting adventure. And as Jonathan said, welcome, Jonathan, from the West Coast. Um, yeah, the smart party is going to try to sneak up on them so they don't get blasted by all these breath weapons. Because if there's one to six of them. Also, then glad he's on because I don't know if he knows he can meet up with us tomorrow, right yeah. at the convention. Yes, uh, in Washington. Yeah, we're going to. Uh, yeah, we're going to. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you heard that. Yeah, Jonathan, tomorrow we will be at Game Fest eighty two. Game Fest eighty two, a one day gaming event for the benefit of the Pennewick First Lutheran Church. This will be in Pasco, Washington. So, no Washington State State. Sorry, it was funny because I'm repeating everything you're saying. Like, you, he can't hear you. Like, you know, you're like on the phone with someone, and yes. and you're here because he's on the chat. So for whatever reason, I was repeating it. On my, myself laugh. I'm entertained. me. <laughs> I'm repeating. I'm like, why am I doing that? Anyway, sorry. Tell yes. him I said it's that's happy. right. Yeah, he's so John. So, so Dan said, meet us there in Washington. Right, it's only five. Bring five dollars. Five dollars for $5. yourself. Five dollars and something to eat. Pack a lunch. <laughs> Pack a lunch. <laughs> Bring a self-adjust envelope too. Right, and dress warm. Or dress right. your horror fox. All okay. right. So once again, the toad. E- even after being hit. Oh, wow! What, but he's been playing in like the low weight class. Right. He's been getting a lot of low weight class, don't you think? He's getting like fly weights. Well, you know what it's Phantom time for. Weights. Huh? You know what it's time for. No. Oh, random encounter. What do you call? The divine intervention? Bone devil. <laughs> I love it. Here we go. Oh, it's going to be hard to roll in here. All right. Oh, thank you. I, I had that problem, too. Oh, nope. 86. Nothing. Bone devil does not appear. Bone devil cares not. Who's the devil in charge of the 
that cold. I'm sure there's a plane. One of the nine is very cold, right? Where the bone devils are. Not, well, what time is it at? Was it was forty years ago? Oh, he is wants it? to know when he's yeah, showing when... up. It, well, he doesn't say, but he should send a self-addressed stamped envelope <laughs> to Adventures Unlimited, care of Glenn <laughs> Allison, at one three zero six West Pearl, Pasco, Washington, nine nine. Three oh one, yeah, and then ask, and then ask. I think if you drive over there now, you probably get some advanced tickets. <laughs> well, yeah, that's right. You get a ticket for us. Too bad Leroy's not on because typically he's he's good at he he went. Remember one time we announced the place and he went by and took, a, de- took a depressing picture yes. of and that happened in New Jersey too. That's right in Jersey. It's mm-hmm. sunny. Exactly. So if someone needs to go to Pasco. They need to go to the Kennewick First Lutheran Church. Maybe they'll get some. Uh, I'm sure the Lutheran Church is there. Or- and some frankly, of some of our viewers, they could, have, they could stand to go to right. church. That's right. Uh, this is the Gotanic Panic we're dealing with. So, uh, Well, don't bring the goat in there. Man. Oh, yes. I wonder if, I wonder if the... Uh, not, I'm sure Mannion, by the way, uh, Confessions of a Wee Timorous Bushy is his podcast on Anchor FM. Um, I wonder if he has researched if they had a Satanic Panic. I know it doesn't make any sense in Japan like mm. we had here. It is spread. Right. Right. Is there a Shinto version of a satanic panic? Well, usually there are. You know, these events happen globally. They do spread. Right. You know, it's hard to contain them. I mean, I'm just out of curiosity. Do you think we could convince Menyon to have Go Delicious as a guest podcast? Right. Well, I did mention him that as because he is he is known to walk the various trails and areas outside his home in Japan. He usually does it by himself. I thought he would, could bring Golish's companion yeah. and have an interview with mm-hmm. him. That's a very good point. Yes. Excellent. Oh, walking interview. Like on 60 Minutes where they're walking. Right, exactly. Right, exactly. I love that. That's a great idea. So how do you think about Japan? Right. Not a good interview. Pretty quiet. Okay. A, lot, a lot of this. All right. Support Grog Talk by becoming a patron at www.patreon.com backslash grog talk. All right. Uh, that's all right. Well, very good. All right. Excellent. Well, that was good. So now we are ready for uh, stage advice. Okay. This is the segment of the show where one of us asks questions to the other. Yes. Uh, usually from Dragon Magazine stage advice, but also been known to do it from the Dispel Confusion column. Right. From Polyhedron yes. newsletter. Yes. And uh, we see how sagacious the other one is. And we alternate. I will asking the questions, and James best to be gracious. I will try. These are, in fact, from Dispel Confusion, because I know how much you love. Dispel Confusion, yes. This, this is really old school. This was your, our first podcast. You leveraged this to uh, work the refs. Correct, because they claimed they. They. I don't know who they are. The per, the, uh, per curium. They said that Dispel Confusion answers are canon. Can- canonical. Die and then I'll come to you. Okay. This is from issue number 12. Question number one. And this is cute because what they do is they call it ADQ, Advanced Dungeon. Question, and then there's ADA is the answer. Ah. You got it? Like an gotcha. Advanced Dungeon. Yeah, okay. Might a druid be able to use a short or broadsword instead of a scimitar? Each has roughly the same amount of metal. No. Answer, no. The, people are really upset about this. these cleric-edged weapons. They don't like limitations. No, the source of this prohibition has nothing to do with the spell casting 
or amounts of metal. It, it relates to a belief attributed to AD&D druids that weapons with straight blades versus curved are not ethically permitted. Interesting. You ever heard that before? No, it sounds like nonsense. It sounds like nonsense, but I, they, that's why druids were cool, because you could have a scimitar. Why can't, so what's the ethical belief against straight blades? I, I don't know. I've never heard of that. Has anyone heard of the straight blade controversy? <laughs> straight blades. Like, a, like you're a, in yeah. a gang. Straight edge. Maybe because they cut down trees. Wait, wait, axes are axes curved. Are curved. Saws, maybe not. But they have curved saws, too, I think. Ja Druid daggers will also be of the curved variety. So Druids can use daggers? Wait, what? All right, here we go. I don't know. I know they can use scimitars, and, I, and I've allowed them to use a kopesh, which is in the book that shall not be named, because it's an Egyptian curved weapon similar to that. Druids can use club, rounded. Right. Dagger. Dagger, yeah. Dart. Dart. Right. It says a dart. Is that dart a curved dart? It's yeah. not curved. Curved dart, but they're pointy. They're point. Spear, I think they can use a spear. Well, that's like saying a sword is pointy. That's true. Hammer. If I had a hammer. Isn't that adding up? Yeah, that's right. I'm calling Bushite. Bushite. On this. Scimitar. Sling. Spear. Spear. So I said spear. What the hey? Snap that. I'm angry. I think it, I always thought it was the scimitar because it looks like a scythe or a sickle kind of thing. Same kind of curved blade. Oh, it says straight blade. Straight blade. So it's not just straight weapons. Straight blades. blades. So, so the, so the. Yeah. Dark? See, thank you. The admiral from the hills confirmed it was because scimitar was similar to a sickle. See, thank you. That's what. Oh, that you would get like, yeah, that like you would go to harvest, yeah, like harvest your stuff. That's right. That's right. No one ever plays the game where you have like crappy mistletoe. No, sickle or a, or a scythe. Yeah, the sickle, the, the small one with the little curved thing. Mm -hmm. Scythe. Harvest with. And you remember how, you know how there's like some mistletoes worse? Oh, yeah. Yeah. No plays with that. Everyone's no. always got like the best. The best. That they've harvested yeah. in, the, in the midsummer moon, blah, blah, blah. Right, for a pixies dance. Right. There's the, the pixies are there and the dryads are, are calling out to them. Right. 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 And, um, and Pan is playing <laughs> flute or whatever. Zamfir. <laughs> Zamfir. <laughs> playing My Heart Will Go On. Right. And just at that. the moment, that's when they cut it with the golden sickle. Right. Into the bowl. As thing. That's exactly right. right. Okay. No one has holly leaves or oak leaves, which are like half power. So, but why can you use a dagger? Okay. It has to be curved dagger. That's what they're saying now, which really? is, which to me is like a little sickle. Really what they should have just said was, they should have just said. Flavor. It's just the flavor of the character. Yeah. We're allowing that. And, and what I would have said is, it ain't on the list. Right. Move on. Move on. Because Gary said. Right. It's on okay. the list. Next one. Yep. Will a spell effect, such as dispel magic, affect things kept inside a bag of holding or a portable hole? No. So, the answer is no. Assuming it's closed. Okay. The space, quote, inside either of these magic items and all things in such spaces, wait for it, are actually on another plane. Open paren, ethereal question mark? Astral question mark? Uh-oh. DM's decision, close parentheses. 
far out of range of the effect. Open parentheses. Interesting adventure material. While plane traveling, you come across all this junk. I we gotta talk about. This. We've talked about this before. Space junk. Right. Right. No. Okay. Okay, wait a second. But the bag of holes. We haven't talked hold. about the astral plane in a while, so I'm I'm prepared. Okay. Though if you keep it up, I have more questions from Roger Moore, your favorite author, about the astral plane. Okay. Okay. No. Okay. So the bag of holding the portable hole is another plane. It's another. It says it's an interdimensional space. Oh, this is another plane. I understand. Well, they're, they're inferring that. And again, I don't have those bag holding the portable hole. Um. I think both of them, or one of them, is made with uh, phase spider uh, strands or something oh. like that. So the the point of it is it's in, it's an extra dimension, but it could and that the ev- effects of you putting the bag in one or the hole in the other, one of them causes a rift, you get blown to a void. Other one sends your stuff to the astral plane, if I, I remember correctly. And I know there's nil space. The nil space, right? My, my band, nil space. <laughs> nil space. No space, baby. Okay. So, okay. Let's say this suggests that the, it's not bounded. Is it a bag of holding and a portable hole isn't bounded? I mean, grab stuff out of it. This makes it sound like it's just floating. It's like a communal. No. Wait, no to what? No, you're right. It's a, it's a bounded space. Yeah, so this is interesting adventure material. While plane traveling, you come across all this junk. That's ridiculous. It's well, I think I'm. I infrared that as the junk that inadvertently gets blown out oh. of the bags that go bad. Oh, that's fine. But you're not coming across people's junk. No, no. people's junk is purely. Yeah, leave the, leave people's junk alone. It's in the bag, right? right it's in the bag. It's in the sack. <laughs> leave their junk in the sack. Okay. Don't be swinging their sack and messing with their junk. Exactly. Because it's not like right. So it's not okay. It's only if there's right. It's only if there's right. Right. Okay, that makes sense. Well, yeah. if you slice the sack. Yeah, because otherwise, I mean, that's ridiculous. Because otherwise, then, like, you could just grab somebody else's stuff. No. It's not like a locker that has a back door that you can go in and kind of peek in and take what you want. <laughs> right. Right. It's just like you throw it. Right. You grab anything. Right. Okay. No, yeah, that would be terrible. Whatever. How long does it take a druid to shape change? Hmm. That's a good question, right? That is a good question. I assume it doesn't say, right? It so doesn't. Druid, it just says it can shape change at three times a day at will. What, at a certain point, I see. Seventh level. That's pretty cool. And are there limited things? I know. It's usually a bear or something like that. Bear. Uh, a bird. Bird. Right? Okay, so where's druid? Okay, You're druid. Back. There you go, druid. Yeah. There you go. Druid, druid. All right. All right. It's in the, one of the first. What page are you on? Um, oh, I'm on page 21 of the player's handbook. I don't know if that's where I'm supposed to be. If you had a searchable PDF, this would be fun. I like pawing through my. Okay, um, here it is. Uh, yes, at seventh level, right. following additional powers are gained. Ability to change form up to three times per day. That's a lot. Actually becoming in all respects save, in all respects save the mind, a reptile, bird, or mammal. Wow. Each type of creature form can be assumed but once per day. The size of creature form assumed can vary as small as a bullfrog. Do you think maybe our frog needs a toad wild's ride? Do you think maybe he's a druid? Could be. Could be. He'd have to be seventh level. Blue jay or bat, bat to as large as a snake, an eagle, or a black bear, about double the weight of the druid. Oh, so you can only go up to about double the That's weight. That's a pretty small black bear. 
I was going to say. So I can't become an elf. No. Okay. Each assumption of a new form removes from 10 to 60% uh, of hit points of damage. Okay, that's fine. So, all right, so that's pretty cool. So, that's pretty, so someone's coming, and I'm like, oh, there she comes. You know, Sackville Baggins is. I'm a bullfrog. Yes. So I, I'm going to say it's I'm going to take a random guess, and it takes uh, three segments. Yeah, because it doesn't say that's a very good question. Okay. According to the description of this ninth-level spell, there's a spell. Is it a druid spell or is it a magic spell? Can't, it can only be a magic user spell. Why okay, is that? Ninth level. There you go. Okay, so all right. There is a shape change. Yep. All right. That's a good. That's good. I forgot about the shape change because that's a, that's a spell I would never use at ninth level. I'm sure people are going to yell at me for that. But... <laughs> I want to be a bullfrog. Shall what? I alter reality or become right. a bullfrog? Should I cast wish? Should I gate demons in? Or should I mean, yeah. or for, for about three hours be something different? I think I'll become a bat. Right. One segment for the ninth level spell. That's fast. Wait, is that shape change? Why is that frog? That's the frog who's going after the poor gnome. I assume the frog is the magic user. Oh. Oh, okay. So, right. But he can assume anything short of a god, demigod, greater devil, demon prince, singular dragon type, greater demon, and the like. Got it. The druidical version is identical to the spell, except that only certain forms can be assumed. All other details, except components, as it's not a spell but an ability, are the same. That that's was so useful. You learned something. Like that. Yeah, that was good. I mean, that's a good inference. I would accept. I would ex- accept that. So I said three. I was going to, so because it's interesting. I've watched some modern uh, movies or things, and they shape change pretty quickly. Okay. How would a cre- hold on? Yes. Oh, yes. Information. Yes. Do we have something? So we have Tim, something. Do we have yeah. something breaking? Right, breaking. Uh, yes. Uh, hello. I'm. I'm. I'm listening. To, 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 the turkeys. They're fly. They, they're falling to the ground. Uh, one thing I wondered, this is from the Admiral of the Hills, was that if you change three times a day, does that include changing back to human? I always assume not. I you, would assume not. Yes. Because then it would be one and a half. Then you couldn't come back. Right. No, it's three times a day. And also, you only get the healing benefit. Because um, I, I, I don't do it every Because t- read the thing again. Because ch- every time you change, you get D6 things back. That's pretty amazing. Each assumption of a new form removes... So if you, do, if you do it that way, then that means they get 10 to 60% of their hit points back. That's pretty amazing. Assumption of new form. So they're human. They go to become a bat. They were damaged. Then they go back to human. Like heal a little. Right. Heal a lot. 60%. Oh, so you shape change to help. Oh, if you're going to die, you're in trouble. Right. Oh, you shape change and you just come back? Yeah, and you're like, hey, ten to sixty percent feeling better, right? Because that's know. like polymorph self that heals. I hate stuff like that. That's just how we game. But see, but that's where under polymorph self it says fourth level, go to fourth level magic, and flipping polymorph self, self. says. Seventy-eight. Dam- thank you. Damage to the polymorph form is is computed as if it was inflicted upon the magic user. But when the magic user returns to his or her form, it gets one to twelve points back. So I've always ruled it when it's not when you go to the bear form; it's when you come back to human form. Right. That I think get, that's right. That you get that. You don't. It's not every time oh. you change. Oh, but this says each assumption of a new that's, form. That's moves. Well, that's that's the, that is the question. I think so. So the, the minute I become a. It, um, I'm, I'm healed the minute I become a bullfrog. Okay, well, then that's fine. It says each assumption. Then that's ridiculous. 
Why? Why is that ridiculous? Says prior changing form. Why is that ridiculous? Because now you heal six times. You become a become a no. I'm I'm a druid. I fight. Damn it! Now I become a, right. Yeah, you only get it. You only get it on the way out, not the way back in. That's what I was. Saying. So you come back. So I, I become a frog. Right. I don't get the points. No, you do. When you become a frog, frog. each okay. assumption of a new form. Correct. So is a new form from frog back to human? Is that a new form or not a new form? No, I think it means no. Your 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 human is not a new so it's form. Opposite. It's an old form. Uh, it's, okay, so it's opposite yeah. of the polymorph self. But the, the intent is the same thing. You don't get six healing opportunities. You only get three. Yeah, correct. Okay. That's the way I would read it. It says each that's assumption right. of a new form. So then that's I would say it's 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 on So the if way. you become a bear three times, you would not get that case that day. Or is it not well, you can't do a bear three times. Don't you have to only one? I don't know. Yeah, it says uh, the size size of creatures can vary. Blah blah. Hang on. Each type of creature form can be assumed, but once per day. Oh, okay. And it says reptile, bird, or mammal. So I think you can only become a a reptile once. I think you're right. A bird once and a mammal once, and each you get each chain. That's why I, I like that. It. That's even better. I, I haven't had a shape changer in so long, so. My, that's true. They are a shape changer, which is different, obviously, than lycanthrope. So that's the only. So the only shape changers. Well, if you're a magic user, you shape changer. Right. How can you shape? How, how can you be a shape changer? Magic user. Yes. Druid. Um, jackalware. Jackalware. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Doppelganger. Well, jackalwares Do- are not lycanthropes, are they? No. They're shape changers, aren't they? Shape changers. Something like that. They're dop- doppelganger. Doppelganger. True. Assassin. Assassin, that's right. Really? Guys. <laughs> okay, that's very interesting. Mm. I like this. Seventh Sorry. level druid. Yes, mm. I, I have a druid ranger in, in uh, Tom's game. I'm trying, I'm trying to, huh? It is impossible, but he plays the book that shall not be. They wrote that article in Dragon Magazine first. They didn't realize that it had to be pointed out, if I recall correctly, that they couldn't be done. They had, to, they had to amend it. Well, that's... Oopsie-daisy. It was in the book. That's why, that's why the book that shall not be named is... Do you have your book that shall not be named? I do. Show it to people why, what it looks like. Do you still have it of course. appropriately? Yes, of course. To avoid titillation. There it is. Cannot. It's, 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 put, it on the, put it on the couch. I need the music. Oh, hold on. <laughs> on the couch. The couch. See, that's the way I do it. It's dirty. It's a dirty book. It's on the couch. That was wrong. It's totally wrong out there. It is, man. It should be, it should be, it should be in a paper wrapped in brown paper. Okay. All right. There we go. Very good, sir. Good. All right. You want some more? Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. This, this, is, good. Good. this is good stuff. Okay. How would a creature's magic resistance affect area effect spells or magical walls, i.e. stone, ice, etc.? Oh, okay. So you have magic resistance, and I cast an area effect spell. Yep. Or there's a magic wall. What are magic walls? Wall of force, wall of fire, oh, yeah. wall of ice. I would say the answer is... So, like a fireball is an area effect spell. It you before you have to cat make your save, you have to do magic resistance, which again is based on the whatever the percentage is, is based on the spellcaster being eleventh level. If they're less than eleventh level, your magic resistance increases by five percent. 
more than 11th level, it decreases by 5%. If, you, if your magic resistance succeeds, then you take no effect. If fails, then you take the effect that happens. That's with the area effect. With regards to walls, like the wall of force, if you walk up to the wall, your magic resistance would check first, and if, if, you, if your magic resistance is successful, you can pass through the wall. Can I, what if I'm with you and I'm holding your hand? Uh, then your hand gets the thing and then it gets shut off and then you, your hand gets lopped off. Got it. So I don't get the benefits of being around. Something. No. And okay. somehow magically the, the items that you have are not affected by the wall of force because they're on you. Why? I don't know. This is the ADA. Advanced Dungeons and Dragons answer. Against area effects such as fireball, the magic resistance is checked at that point when the creature might be affected. If the magic resistance destroys such a spell effect, it cancels it only around the creature's body, not protecting others nearby. You got a ding. If the creature approaches a magical wall, magic resistance is checked when the creature touches the wall. If successful, the wall disappears. If not, the creature may touch it every round. Oh. Causing, <laughs> that's terrible. Causing a MR check. Oh, it's called an MR, MR check, James. MR check. Ah, need an MR check. Need an MR check. <laughs> Give me an MR. Uh, can we get a price check MR check here on uh, uh, um, uh, do I need to do an Do I need to do an MR check? See that? Drive me crazy. Player said that. I'm like, what? Every round until the creature gives up or the wall goes down. If the creature touches, Hits a character upon whom spell effects exist. If the creature touches a character upon whom spell effects exist. Yeah, like you have this, uh, protection from evil or something cast on you. Yeah, mage would detect invisibility, polymorph protection from evil, detect magic running. Each spell effect must be checked separately to see what crumbles and what remains. Yeah, I don't agree with that. Okay, so let's back up here for a second. I don't agree with the second or third one. It, okay, if successful, the wall disappears. So he, they, he's saying you can destroy the whole wall. I don't agree with that. I agree. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree right. that I disagree. You, you pa- uh, what? I, you, you're with me. I'm with you. Yeah, you pass through the wall. The magic resistance is on you. It doesn't... It's spell. You're not a... Yeah, you're not a just anti-magic shell that's walking around. I agree with you. It, you, it just... Pa- you, the magic has no effect. It's not there. So you pass through it. It's like a force field that doesn't happen. So that's why I disagree with that. I disagree that... The, the thing is, it's you are resistant. So, like, if you had protection from evil, and I'm evil, I could attack, if I had touch you, I can, uh, if it was cast upon you, it's not like a paladin thing. If it was cast, well, I guess with the paladin thing maybe too, but if it was cast upon you, I could ab- avoid that protection from you. Yeah. If it's magic resistance. I agree. In theory. That. Unless I'm a summoned creature, which then it, I wouldn't, couldn't get close to you. But what I disagree with is says that you can keep touching it yeah, that's, as many times as you that's, want. No, that's dumb. It's like until you give up. You're going to get the roll eventually. Right. Why would you give up? No. That's, it's a one or done. Agreed. Right. Because it's the same thing with the fireball. If it fails, you take the full effect of the fireball minus the save. You don't, if you're in a wall of fire, if you're in a, 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 some kind of area effect spell that's constantly like stinking cloud. You don't get to sit there and then dispel the stinking cloud because you're in there. No, in fact, every round you have to, ch- there you have to check the thing. You could argue that every round you have to check to see if the stinking cloud affects you. I would argue if you make the magic resistance, yeah. you are resistant. One and done. Right. Exactly. These answers are terrible. Yeah, well, I wonder why. Oh, it's the same thing like, uh, uh, 
Okay, yeah. Let's see. I'm reading what Vic says. Hello, Vic. Um, uh, described it to me as a sheet of stone teleported into the space you designate. Okay. Okay, explain this last one to me. If okay. the creature, the creature, so I mean, I guess with magic, if the creature touches, oh, so the creature has the magic resistance. Touches, because you obviously character stone. Get magic resistance? Yes. Character, how? You could wish for it. You can uh, robe with the Arch Magi, as okay. gives you 5% magic. 5%? It's huge. Because if it's a first level magic user, that's 55% chance that it doesn't work on them. Oh, that's right, because you get 5. All right. All right. If the creature touches, so the creature has magic resistance, and I touch a character upon, so like Intect Invisible, Polymorph. I'm invisible. Right, say. right, 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 right. Or I, or I have no, I have the, uh, Obscure alignment, or whatever it's called, or some other effect on me. Why do I have to be touched if the creature touches? Right, because yes. The... But if you're invisible and I have magic resistance, oh, I can't just like see, have a chance of seeing you. Well, I, I would argue yes. I would argue that too. Right. I was still not like that either. So polymorph, like, yeah, I should see you for what you are. You're like, hey, I'm an elephant. I'm like, talking about right. You don't see me as a, you see me, yeah. Right. If it doesn't work, that means you are what you are. You're resistant to the effects of the magic. That, that, that makes, makes the simple thing. I see through it. Right. Protection from evil. Yeah, detect magic. Okay. Each spell effect must be checked separately. Okay, I'm fine with that. See what crumbles and what remains, so to speak. I agree with that. Right. And I don't like the crumble and the spell. It's not an anti-magic shell. It's not something that no. defeats magic. It, it's, you're resistant to it. The effects of the spell of the magic don't apply to you. Well, didn't one of our listeners say that this column should have been called create, create Confusion? Right, it Create Confusion. Okay. Well, that's why I want to go back to, I want to retro retcon episode one where you try to convince me you get the full gold. I'm like, no, that's a s- nonsense. I, I, I apologize. Okay. I was wrong. I don't need to go back. I was wrong. <laughs> you don't need to be apologized. It's no, just, I don't feel very I'm sorry. Very bitter. Not, hey, not that I'm bitter about that. Hey, Dwarf, you're so angry about that. <laughs> so bitter. Wow. <laughs> A dwarf character in my campaign found a wish. Okay. And said, quote, I wish for the ability to progress beyond the normal dwarven limits of ability. He doesn't want to max out as a ninth level fighter. What should he do? What should I do? So you can sh- you use a wish spell to increase the, ma- the levels of a dwarf of anybody? No. You can raise your abilities that would then let you be higher level, but not that oh this was okay ready for this all mm-hmm. right oh this is this is rough think about this i, I ask you i'm a dwarven character this is actually i'm a dwarven character i'm like nice i say ah i wish i wish the ability to progress beyond oh i make you human you exactly. become human. perfect yeah turn the door turn the character human permanently for guidelines use the current intelligent wisdom scores but re-roll if you want to give him a fighter body or posse apply the guidelines for creating an npc but what this doesn't answer is, because what if I said, I wish that I was a dwarf. You know, you can like, right. now it's just he, a semantic he, game, right, right. right? So, But that's the spirit of wish because it was such a, a, a screw job that if you didn't, you as, you know, if you didn't have uh, JD, you were going to, the DM was going to screw you. Correct, and that's fine. But what bothers me is this answer, though, is really, he's not asking, I mean, he is technically asking, what should I do in response to this? Question, but he's not really asking a question about how do I screw this guy over on his wish spell. 
he really wants to know, can a wish spell be used to increase the max? Right. And, and, and we don't get an answer to that. Do right. You, what's your, what are your... Well, the answer is, my answer is, it's already, impl- it's not even implied, it's shown in the player's handbook uh, under page 14. The reason there are level limits is partly because of their limitations on uh, your ability scores. So, for instance, if you look at uh, Fighter for Dwarf, one, it says Dwarven Fighters with less than 17 strength are limited to 7th level. Those with 17 strength are limited to 8th level. It implies that if you have 18, go to 9th level. And you, you, do we know that you can... Wish can you use wish to go above. You can use wish to raise those. Right? Correct, because there's a description of that. Uh, DMG. But here's one. here's the difference. Now is, here's where the screw job comes. By the way, but keep going. You you're using. I understand using wish. Raise. Can you use wish to raise your strength higher than what it could be? Yes. Oh. So I can go to 19, can I go to 19? You can go to 25 if you want to. Oh, well then that's a difference. Then I don't know why I can't be a higher level. Because I was about to say, it's one thing to say, I want to increase my strength within the range in which it could be normally. Right. It just isn't, versus I'm, I'm breaking the book, so to speak, and going beyond what the book says I could, anyone could ever go. Right, so there is... Um... But there is such a thing as a 25th... Strength of 25. Yes, you could get up to 25, but it, they, they factored that in here. Um, so if you go under racial tendency, is it under racial tendencies? No. Somewhere in the early page of the thing, maybe it's under um, character abilities. I'm just looking for the effect of wish on character abilities. Oh. Anyway, it says, I, I'm paraphrasing this is that it, you can cast Wish, if you have one Wish, you can make one of your abilities go to 16. Oh, okay. At that point, every Wish only increases it by point ten. Effect of Wishes on abilities. There. Page 11. Page 11. Close. There it is. Okay, where is it? Page that? 11, the second... Lower second half of the right side. The effect of wishes close. on character abilities. It is quite usual for players to use wishes or alter reality spells. Which found is in oh, interesting. To increase their ability scores in desired areas, whatever the areas might be, it is strongly suggested that you place no restrictions upon such use of wishes. However, at some point, it must be made more difficult to go up in ability, or else many characters will eventually be running around several 18s, or even a higher exclamation point. Therefore, when any ability score reaches 16, then it should be ruled a wish will have the effect of increasing the ability by only one-tenth. Oh, my God, one-tenth of a point. Thus, by means of wishes, or wishes and or all three reality spells, a charisma score of 16 can be raised to 17 by the use of 10 such wishes. Right. Score going from 16, 16.1, Oh, that's hilarious. So I should, like, you could give, like, pre-gens, like, your wisdom. Great. Right. It unwisely used three wishes to do. <laughs> 16.1. My DM didn't tell me it would be 0.1. <laughs> you jerk. <laughs> I wanted a 17. So I've always wrote, if you had, like, a 10 strength, you want to be 16, poof, it's 16. You want to be 17, you need 10 more wishes. 
magical books. Prohibition is only on wishes. Right. So if you find the book of bodily manual health or whatever these other ones, those raise a point. So, so you think, uh, wait, so you think I can then go to higher right. levels? Can. Well, with you, Wishbow. You I can. wish to be a 10th level dwarf. No, can't. There's no such thing as a 10th level dwarf. That's oh, next- so there we are. So there is such a thing as a 25 charisma. Right. There's not such a thing as a 10th level. Again, I would not allow unlimited dwarf But levels. you could make the argument. Make any argument you, you want. Ma- you could make the argument that there is no such thing as a normal dwarf with 25 charisma. Right, you can. Well, charisma has nothing I mean, to do a, with it. There is such a thing as a there is such a thing as a twelfth level fighter. There's not just such a thing ordinarily as a twelfth level dwarf fighter. There is such a thing as twenty five charisma, but there's not such a thing as a dwarf with twenty five charisma. I mean, I. No, my point is, is that you can get higher ability if you have the ability scores to do it. And but that's, can you? Can I bust the ability max? So what's the yes. what's the best a dwarf can be? Ninth level. But, but at how? eighteen strength. So if I would argue, whatever the maximum strength is, which I believe is 1899, so if you had 1899 and you used a wish of 1800, I'd let you go to 10th level fighter. And if you recall, if you, uh, later in the book that shall not be named, they allow if it's a single class to go two levels higher. That was another concession. This, the answer in polyhedron is suggesting you can't do it. I mean, they're not saying it. They're well, they didn't say it. They, no. they, 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 they swerved the... They avoided the question by going, ha ha, you're a human. But if you had worded it properly, I want to remain, I wish that I remain as I am, except have the ability to become a lord of the 12th ranking, whatever that's. Because again, there's no the title. There's no title after that. That's the other problem. What do you call yourself? Like if I would argue if you could, let's say a half orc, assassin. Fourth level cleric. Fourth level, level. Yeah, I want to be the prefect. Well, for, as we know, there's no, there's no title the, for the that. Blank. The blank. I want to become a... I want the ability to rise to canon, sixth level, yeah. let's just say. Okay, well, there's two ways to do that. If you go, here there's nothing, half-orc doesn't have anything, but other ones have, like, under halfling, other ones, it shows you can go, and, and that logic could be extended. That if you have higher racial, or you can just say they can go higher level, but right. I, I don't really like that. I don't like this kind of game mechanic because you're what what they're what they'd be asked for. I wish to be stronger than I am today. That's what they're. They're not saying I wish to be 16 strength because they don't know what that is. Okay, what's now? I gotta look up the wish wish spell. The wish spell bothers. No God! It just bothers you. It bothers everybody. Well, and how many wish spells you run around? I mean, there really like wish spells everywhere. I mean, finding all these. Well, there's there's what rings have wishes, yes, right? They, yeah, scrolls. rings, scrolls. They were very common, as as the admiral of the hills has just mentioned. Not in the games I played, sir. Actually, that's not true. We played a lot of those Holmes games, and we're like first level magic users, and we're ending up with eighth and ninth level scroll things. If you recall, I ran the adventure that was written. The wish spell is a more potent version of limited way. If it is used to alter reality with respect to hit points. Bring a dead character to life, or to escape from a difficult situation, it will not cause a magic any disability. Other forms of wish will cause the spellcaster to be weak, require two to eight days of bed rest. Who cares about that? Due to the stress the wish places on it, regardless of what is wished, the exact terminology of the wish spell is likely to be carried through. This discretionary power of the referee is necessary to maintain game balance. 
As wishing another character dead would be grossly unfair, for example, your DM might well advance the spellcaster to a future period. Okay. So what does Gary say? Yeah, you can't, yeah we're all grabbing the Now is Gary going to fly Paw, We're pawing. Going to spell discussion. Better be spell discussion. We're going to the DMG. We're on page 46. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> I gotta tell you, I'd be very tempted to say that the wish spell, the wish spell, well, I don't know. So can a, can a half-orc have a 15 I want to say yes. Yes. I mean, it's, first of all, it's uh, feasible in the game. It's not, it's not a novel thing in that magical items can alter and yeah. give people more than their racial maximum. That's already a, a fact. But I keep, but you, but under, okay, but under the wish, but under the logic of the attribute, you could say, well, I'm going to allow you to go to level half work cleric with one wish spell 4.1. You'll get the fifth level after you get 10 wish spells. Well, I wouldn't do it that way, but yes. You I, could do that, though, you, to clear you, the limit. I mean, he's doing it with attributes. The, the difference is, the way I'm saying it is, I wish to be more wise. The, the background, that translates into a number. It's different than saying, I want to have 10% more of experience points that I can gain. That, that's a game mechanic. The, mm -hmm. the character has no idea how to translate that into a wish. The, wi the wish is, I wish to be oh. more wise than I am today. And the mechanic is, oh, you were 12 now, now you're 16. Oh, so yeah. So if you want to go up in level, oh, you need a name. If you have the name of the level, you can say it. I want to be a can. I want to, be I want to have the ability to go up to that level. That would be, or you, or, or you wouldn't use the word level, right? Well, because if you if you say I want to be a lord and you can be a lord, I'm going to okay. make you a human. Back to that whole human right. thing. Right, so you got to be very careful. Or a half elf. Maybe you're not a human. Right. So, so it, you know, now you're writing 15 pages of notes okay. there. Got it. All right. I read that players. Yeah. I and I agree that um, you know this goes back to what I was talking to our Tim Cass, Rob Ritchie, about the idea of this is why I'm not a big fan of players fabricating magic items. Magic items, the reason rings are so, uh, of wishes so prevalent is because they were built in an ancient time. That was the idea. An alien race or a race of creatures, you know, like in Lord of the Rings, the first age was more powerful than the second age. The age of magic has degenerated over time. And this, and so to, again, to create a wish spell, it, I think it's five years of age to cast a wish spell in the players, in the DMG. And you have to take bed rest. So who is going to be able to cast these wish spells for these rings? No one would, because they would, would shrivel up and die. Oh, I didn't realize you. Are you age from casting? Yes. Okay. That's under, that's under, uh. Oh, yeah. the aging thing. That's right. Unnatural aging. Oh, three years. Excuse me. Oh, wow. What's oh, page? Page 13. We forget about that. It's aging stuff. No, I don't, I didn't forget. No, you don't. You tend to remember this. Yeah, casting alt reality spell. Yeah, this really should be listed on this. Is it listed on the spell? I don't think. Gate. Well, gate is five years. Yes. Oh my. Yeah, this if is you're serious stuff. Work, well, I have four. I don't even cast that. Yeah. Well, the, if that's why the that's why this idea. Oh, these scrolls. Who's where are these factories of these scroll producers? They would they would shrivel up and die. And then we have a discussion as to whether you need to do a uh, a system shock check. What is that? System shock. Yeah. Hey, Leroy's on morning, sir. Oh. He, perfect. 
Perfect. How far is, hang on, let me tell them where to go. I, hey, Leroy, it, you forgot, you, you were getting, I know, shocking, you weren't here at five in the morning your time. We're meeting up, yeah. We are meeting up with Jonathan at... At, at Game Fest tomorrow. Tomorrow. The one-day gaming event for the benefit of the, yes, he can hear me, for the Kennewick First Lutheran Church, bring, it's $3. Tell them five. Three does bring $3. $3. And if you have any questions, send a self-addressed stamped envelope to Adventures Unlimited, Glenn Allison, this is in, we're going to be in Pasco, Washington. That's, I'm sure it's close. We'll see you in Pasco, Washington tomorrow at the Lutheran Church. Don't you, do you have to do a system check? What do you have to do a system check for stuff, don't you? I would do that, but that's unnatural aging. That's when people really get pissed off. Because oh. under a hay spell is one year, and that's where that whole thing of, does that count? We went over this in one of our episodes. I know we did. It's, it's in, is it under con? It's under con, about? yeah. It's under the con. So someone wrote, uh, Thing of elves and liches. Well, yes, liches could certainly be producing them because they're undead, but elves never get past twelfth level. The Naturally, magical attacks. Oh, that's a big it discussion. Is it a magical it, attack? Right. Aging. The idea of it's the ghost, not anything else. The ghost attack. Right, right. The wicked. Right, right. So, all right. Oh, so all right. Oh, right. Okay. All right. So that that's that big debate. Because it says unnatural aging as opposed to um, act. Okay, this is okay. I'm going to ask about this. And the last one, and then we'll move on. Please. But this is important oh. to me because I think I've misplayed this. Can a damaged carpet of flying be repaired by a mending spell or a limited wish? Of course, I'm more interested in mending. The limited wish, maybe, but mending, no. Mending is absolutely can't be done. Yeah, not a mending spell. Only a limited wish spell. Right. If the DM permits it. Right. You might take it to the elemental plane of air, have a genie work on it. That sounds realistic. The dun- so you mean it's like a repair shop? I guess there's a genie repair shop. <laughs> on the elemental plane of air. That sounds amazing. That does sound amazing, doesn't it? He's like a dry cleaner or a tailor. You take it there and you fix it like you show it to him. Like, how much is this going to cost? It's like, ugh. Yeah. That's going to be like 20,000 gold pieces. That's hilarious. The DMG mentions weaving techniques generally known only in the east but that applies yes oh, by the way they're okay. saying that this show is aging me five years this conversation yeah you need to do a system check <laughs> i system do you need what, what's my con they're gonna think? die your con's probably not as young I'm, as you used I'm to roll straight 3d6 i am middle age i'll have to adjust it up oh, seven that's oh, not boy. too bad where's your discussion of weaving techniques generally known only in the east in the dmg i don't remember that. i have, I have okay so i have a nine and a middle age, so I have an eight wisdom. That makes that sounds about right. This could be great reason this, for for a great adventure. Another this, this guy gives adventure ideas. Right. Actually, good. I like this one. That part's good. His so advice think, sucks, but his adventure ideas are good. Okay, where okay, go, uh, where's carpet of flying? I have sixty percent chance of surviving. I'm sorry. We're, 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 we've split. Min- we split the party. <laughs> I survived. <laughs> the podcast is split. <laughs> we split. The, that's gonna be our new podcast. Split the party. They thought we couldn't digress more. <laughs> no. You're going one way, I'm okay. going another. We're not even digressing together. Come on, carpet of flying. This annoys me. Because a mending spell, other than, what's that little... Homunculus. Thanks to David Thompson. Yeah, that was, that was, that that was awesome. That was well played. The size carrying capacity, carpet, blah, 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 blah. Wait. Oh, look at this. Each is very beautiful and durable. Note, however, that tears and other rents not be repaired without special weaving techniques, which are generally known only in the East. Only in the East? 
by or, the Oriental folk. Oh, come on, man. Why are you saying no on the mending? Because the mending sucks. Mending's magical, though. I understand when you talk about special weaving techniques, you're talking about like people actually like who are not magical. Okay. Right? No, I think. Uh, no, all right. Mending's got to be first level. No, he's not second level. It's first level. That's, come on. I don't like this. So what, wait, can I? So it's only because it says that. Can you use mending on a cloak of elven? Probably not. I mean, you have to read mending. This spell repairs small breaks in objects. It will weld a broken ring, chain link, medallion, or slender dagger, providing that one break exists. Ceramic or wooden objects, multiple breaks, can be invisibly rejoined to be as strong as new. A hole in a leather sack or wineskin is healed over by a mending spell. This spell will not repair magic items of any kind. Ah. Uh. Yeah, I need to adjust my adventure because I had a... Well, I know. I let you do whatever you want. Let's just... Really should be able to do minor th- tears and cloaks of kind of stuff like that. It's a magical spell. It's, it sucks. That's it's horrible. What, this is- it sucks. It's like it's like you're like a you're like a low level tailor. I, I feel that's right. I, <laughs> this, a, this is a cantrip, right? This should this should be a cantrip, not a spell. Okay, you're, the cantrip. This should be the cantrip, and the spell should be this will work on magical items like cloak of elven kinds and carpets of flying, or at least let them re-roll their save. Wait, if they have a tear, it's because they failed their save. Sure. Okay. So at least they should give them a chance to save again. And if they, if they fail that time, the, the garment is ruined. But at least they get another save. Yeah, this is terrible. I, I, That's I, a cantrip. I don't... You know, it's, it's like you found out the I Easter know. Bunny's not coming. I feel, I'm always surprised. It's so, it's, so, it's so disappointing. I mean, yes, that's why the first level spells are ridiculous. You have mending, you have message. Message is ridiculous. It sends a message like 40 feet. Something. Yeah, I mean, because really, only helps you is if what your your bag. Can, so I can't do it. So tear a bag of holding, mending won't work. Oh, we tear not bag of holding. Close. Not even close. It'll probably backfire and bend your mouth shut. <laughs> It'll <laughs> blow everything out of the ethereal plane onto you. Exactly. Daggers, random That's right, items. Just random crap just throws. Yeah, it it's you. like it's grape shot. No, it's nothing. Uh, all right. No, that was sad. Uh, that was sad. Boo. Boo. Right. That's right. You didn't like that. All right. All right. Uh, now we're ready for Have You Ever. Okay. This is the segment of the show where we flip and turn to Flipping and Turning, the magazine edited by the great Rob Ritchie, and you get to play a character. You get to play a half-orc cleric assassin called Half-Assin who is trying to save Queen Mabel. And if you recall, we have infiltrated the palace where she is being... Tortured, we learned last time. And uh, we've discovered that she is about to be tortured. Uh, I believe she's going to be tortured uh, very soon. So we're, we're, we're marching on to try save her. Let me see. So, yes, that she is scheduled for torture tonight. Oh, tonight's a torture. Being tortured tonight. Right. And some of us are not playing anymore because we... Died many times. We've either died many times or we've been bought off by uh, General Gaz or some other various things. Correct. But for those of you who are still alive right. and are still uh, fighting on, here we go. 
Wandering through the unfamiliar dungeon area, find yourself in a long, dark passage. At the limits of your infravision, perceive that the hallway ends in a wall, slightly warmer than the surrounding stonework. As you ponder what this means, wall lurches towards you, and you realize too late that this must be a gelatinous cube. That? Yeah. Gelatinous cube? Yeah. Do you, one, apply, one, apply poison to your sword and backstab the gelatinous cube? Two, apply poison to your sword and assassinate the gelatinous cube. Three, present unholy symbol, earn undead. Fourth, light and throw the Molotov cocktail and run the other way. Five, cast hold person and attack with sword. Six, backstab gelatinous cube. Seven, assassinate the gelatinous cube. Eight, charge with sword. Nine, throw dagger, then attack with sword. Ten, hide in shadows and let the gelatinous cube pass you by. So we've got poison, sword, backstab, poison, assassinate, present unholy symbol, light and throw Molotov cocktail, hold person sword, backstab, assassinate, charge, or throw dagger. And 10 hide in shadows. Oh, 10 hide in shadows, we'll yes. Let it pass. Okay, so go ahead and indicate the choice you make, 1 through 10. They are putting theirs choices in. There's a lot of consensus. I won't spoil it for you. But what I do like about these choices and, and why I think some of the people who did it in a First Encounter, they are really, Rob's really leaning into uh, the rules here Okay. of the assassin. You brought up, you brought, okay, I have to mention, hold on, where is this? Because you brought up First Encounter. I'm going to slip down and we're going back to the questions. Why isn't there any weather in my, in my AD&D game system, in the AD&D game system? My druid never used his powerful call lightning unless the DM feels like having a storm. <laughs> Remember, so we had, that was a lot right. of first encounter, right? Then he says, well, we, there is published one. Right? That's all. Well, you made me think of that. Well, there's predict weather. Cast predict weather. To then figure out if a storm's coming, Correct. so then know whether you should cast call lightning. Right. It's, a, right. it's a screw job, but it's, if you cast predict weather, then that, that forces the DM to go, all right, let me. What's the weather. weather? Right. It's funny. I don't know. Does it say under predict weather how you predict the weather? Yes. It just says 100% knowledge of the weather. So Sky, then, temperature, and precipitation. But you still have to, still the DM has to figure it out. What's that? So Drew spell? Yes, predict weather. So Druids are like the weathermen or weatherwomen mm-hmm. of the, uh, they're like, so today, so they'll be like out in the market. They'll be telling you like, yeah, I better get an umbrella. Right. And that's, I mean, that's the most powerful spell. Unlike mending, which doesn't do anything. Predict weather. I would like to know the weather every day. Or you take a, do it on a ship? Right, 100%, 100% chance for the yeah. next out, few hours. Oh, so they're like out there, they're out at the, uh, the seashore. Right. And like they'll be, then they pay money, they'll tell you what the weather is. Okay, that's making money. I wonder if, did we tell Leroy, where Leroy, where we're going, and we tell him that? Yeah, I think he's probably already on, his, well, he's probably already on the road. I don't, I don't remember. I mean, because he's commenting, but he didn't say. If yeah, he's, he's heading to Pasco. Oh, he's in Pasco, right. 1306 West Pearl. Yeah, if you can get some pictures of that, that would be great. 
Yeah, the first. I'm sure it's near. I'm sure it's near where he's at. I don't know if it's at the church, but it's for the benefit of the Kennewick First Lutheran Church. Yeah. They don't tell you where it's at. Got to be at the church, don't you think? Right. Listen, we, we'll meet him there. Yeah, I think so. We'll meet you tomorrow morning at the. And jo- Jonathan will meet him there too. Maybe he can. Oh, he can pick up Jonathan on the way. Jonathan, right. I think, is in Seattle. I think so. Somewhere, right. somewhere on the West Coast. It's all right there. British Columbia, Washington, Japan. Japan. Menion can help. <laughs> With the goat, go delicious. Take them all. He starts returns, return right. journey. Yeah, he can hand them off save, to save, Leroy or that's right. Run. Save save some postage. Excellent idea. So, uh, what do you? Which one are you doing, Dan? Well, to me, this is a no-brainer. It's the Molotov cocktail. Right. Yeah, I, I, that was the obvious one, but yes. I'm gonna go with parlay. That's right. Where's parlay? I'm gonna go with hide, hide in shadows. I think that's amazing. Okay. All right. That's ten. Uh, most people took four. Okay. So and oh, David Thompson said one. Oh, okay. You ready? Here we go. Number one. I think he just wants to quit playing. This he wants to commit suicide. This partially works. You kill the gelatinous cube, but take ten points of damage in the melee. Interesting. So does poison help? Poison. I, I think poison. Well, he said, "But what's one again? Poison and backstab." Yeah. Wait, but you can't. You can't backstab a gelatinous cube. It doesn't have a back. It doesn't have a back. That's what I thought he was implying with that. I thought it was a screw job. I do too. You're, basically, you're dead. It doesn't have a back, loser. You're right. dead. And I guess you made your paralyzation save. That's pretty good, too. Hmm. Okay. okay. Two. What was write two? letters to your write letters to the editor, not to us. Self-addressed damp envelope, please. Please. S-A-S. Self, e. S-A-S. Two. Apply poison and assassinate. This works. Kill it on this cube without taking any damage. I thought you had to like have a plan, though. For, I always thought assassination was like, born. Like, you have a plan. Only if you, if you surprise him, you can assassinate. Well, that's true. But, I, but, but it's that's insane. different. That's anybody. Isn't that right. anybody? That's right. Is that anybody? That is anybody. No. You know, if, you, if they're like sleeping. If they're helpless. Yes. They're not. This giant cube is not helpless. Right. But I'm saying assassin, if they surprise, can always assassinate. Ah, so. But I didn't sound to me in the description that we, it sounded the opposite, that we were surprised. But okay. So, yeah. so be it. And otherwise, I thought you need to, like, you need to tell the DM a plan, don't you? That's what yes. I'm going to do. Right. Well, apparently he's going to assassinate. That was good enough. Self and self addressing That's right. Rob, Rob Ritchie. Number three. Smoldering Dung Games. Uh, what was three? Three. Uh, present unholy symbol. This doesn't work. You're paralyzed and devoured. Four. So what we all did? Yes. Light, this, light, it, yep. it, it works. All talk kind. Five. Hold person. No. Sword. You die? Um, what was this? I, hold person and sword. Five. Five was, this doesn't work, you're paralyzed and you okay. die. So, six, backstab. You're dead. Yeah. Seven, assassinate. Ten hit points. Damage. Eight, charge a sword. You're dead. Nine, throw a dagger. Ten points. Ten, hide in shadows. You're dead. Ah. Uh, you cannot be serious! All right. How, how many more is that? Is it, did you... Oh, you want to know when we're getting... Yeah, people want to know. I want to know. And that's oh, this has been very good. He's no, he's done a great job. But I've been dead. I've been dead since the first time. Yeah, you talked to the guards. Right. Um, we have two more to go. So yeah. try to hold on and live, survive. Yeah, it's, it's nothing wrong with the thing. is amazing. It's he's done an outstanding job. But I'm dead, so I don't care. Got it. That's that's the problem. That's not uh, not what he's done. All right, moving on. 
So now we are ready for Artifact Roadshow. What's the Artifact Roadshow about, Dan? This is a completely original segment. Yes. Not based on anything else. Right. That we came up with in which I present an item to you that I think is magical and you try to identify it. But here's, here's the rub. Without use of an identify spell, you are an appraiser and uh, you'll try to figure it out and tell me how much you think it's worth. That's, that is my ch- hope. I will identify it and exp- come up with the estimated value. And I randomly roll it from the DMG's random magic item generator of fun. Generator of fun. As I. Are uh, you enjoying the new digs? Is this, do you feel less cloistered? Uh, cloister? I do. Good. Further away from me, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> yeah, some of that half work. Have some. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. Your lack of hygiene is not as, <laughs> as horrific as it was. I appreciate it. It's all good. I'm okay with that. All right. So I'm going to randomly roll. James is not going to know what this is. I'm looking over here. I am on page 121 of the DMG, number three, table three, magic items. I will hold it up for people who are, oh, that's, people who are looking at home. I will show you what it is. Okay, I'm pawing over to that. Okay, I've done the second roll. Telling podcasting. Okay, second. Flipping. And, yep, 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 I am. Got to get a little bit of information about this item so I can do a bang-up job on this. It would, a PDF would be awesome right now. Okay. Yo. Okay. Got it. I'm ready. Do to you go. need a prop? I have a prop. It's within reach. Okay. I'm good to go. All right. Well, hi, and welcome to Artifact Roadshow. I'm your host, James, and we have someone here who is, wants to bring their artifact for view. Hello, sir or ma'am. Hello. Hello. What can you, uh, what's your name and uh, what brings you here to the Artifact Roadshow? Hi, Steve. What's, what do you have today? Oh, um, well, can't, can't you see I'm, I'm wearing. Ah. Oh, you have I'm, pseudo armor. I'm, yes. I'm, I'm very fancy. Uh, so where, can you tell me about this armor? Yes. I'm going to sort of pay attention while I look for my book here. Cause I've got the, get Bob's book on armory. So go ahead keep, uh, tell me a little about where, where did you find this armor? Where, how did you become getting your hands of on it? So I, um, yeah, so, so, so I, um, I, I bought this. Okay. I bought this. At, Where'd you buy it at? I bought this at, uh, uh, Johnny's Armor Emporium. Oh, I've heard of that place. Is that in Greyhawk? Yes. Or, cause I, there's a lot of Johnny's ones. I wasn't sure if that was the one in Greyhawk or 
over by the marches, which, so I was just checking. So I, that, wasn't, that wasn't meant to be a, to trip you up there, sir. So, and you bought it, and anything else about it? Um, I don't know. What do you mean? Is there anything particular? Why did you buy this? Do you know the history of it? Did they tell you anything? It's anything. Any, can you help me out a little bit with some <laughs> indication of why you bought this? That was magic. Oh, they did. And, and who said that? Johnny. Oh, Johnny felt the proprietor, of course. Makes perfect sense. And can you describe it uh, for our... Some, some folks can't see the camera. They're, they're listening. Can you describe some of the features of it? Well, so it's, it's got a lot of plates. Okay, it has plates. And it is... It is I, I doesn't seem heavy. Oh, the, the, it's very lightweight. I'm going to show you some examples of ones. Well, maybe I am. I am now. Really? Never mind. So it's so. Um, that's all you can tell me about it. He Steve. says it, he he said Johnny said it was quote crazy magic. Crazy magic. Crazy magic. I bought it so. I bought it so so I bought Johnny's armor and pawn shop. Yes. So I I bought it there. Right. It was on it was a spe, on special. Okay. He said he said this is crazy magic. Johnny said it would like the best magic armor possible, but he would give me a really good deal on it. Wow. Why would he do that for you? I don't know. Just did. He so, said he said it was incredible magic. And he gave it to me for. He said, he said, he told me mm-hmm. that this would probably avoid like he said like twenty five percent of blows. But he gave he gave it to me for he gave it to me for. for I'll tell. Hang on. I'll tell you how much he gave it to me. Can I look this up? It's in, Okay. You have a journal? You have like a diary? I, I like to journal. Okay. I like to diary. You obviously don't like to talk. Are we on? Are we live? Yes, we are live. How many people Pe- watch this? Uh, actually, Twelve. a whole bunch of them. Twelve? Twelve? Uh, right around that. Oh, okay. A whole dozen people are watching I'm you, sorry. waiting to find out what it is. And I'm, I'm a little nervous. Oh, it's okay. There's nothing to be nervous I'm a about. nervous Nothing to be nervous about. Okay. This, okay. this is what people expect. Okay, hold on. Sorry. Sorry about it. I'm sure if we had a PDF, which is what I was looking for, it would be very easy to find. Accidentally. Ah, thank you. Okay. Um, he sold it. Oh, thank God. Thank you. Yes, I, I was looking at my adventures journal, and I don't know why I couldn't find it. So, does it look like any of these? It's like a lineup. Do you see the lineup? Do you see which one? Does it look like this one? Does it look like that one? Which one does it look like? Pick it out of the lineup. It, it looks. It looks more like this one. Oh, really? Okay, so that's more like that one. Okay. One. The one in the middle. 
Yes, that's that's what it yes, that's ah, what it looks you. like. And he sold to me. He said he told me that it ordinarily it was on sale. Uh, okay. He said it's going right. It had been twenty seven thousand five hundred. Wow. But there's a big line through it. Like it was like on sale? Correct. And he said it was on sale for he said I could get it for for seventy five hundred. Wow. So what I did was so well you don't need to know. I no, came I do. up with the Go ahead. Um, I um, I I what I did was is I I I, I took some money. Mm-hmm. So so, well, I, I I let's just say I inherited some money from a life insurance policy. I take wife. Oh, jeez. Oh, what happened to her? That was an accident. It w- she oh. was killed by a raven, a crow. <laughs> wow, a raven and a crow. <laughs> a raven crow. Oh, in the attic. Attic. seems she odd. Fell, she, fell, she fell down the stairs. So strange. It was weird. She fell down. She was attacked by a bird and fell down the stairs. I found her, but it was too late. It had been many segments uh, rounds later. Uh, well, as an elf, you still have a long time to live to get another uh, spouse. So that's good. Uh, uh, I'm already looking. Very good. Is that a couch? Is that a couch? <laughs> That's right. The elven, the couch of elves is open for business. Very good. So it was a big line through it, and it was uh, for for seventy five hundred. I bought it for seventy five hundred, and he said it was, but it was on sale. Johnny said mm. down for twenty seven five hundred. Wow. What okay. he did was he just said I'll cross off that too. I said wow, okay. Like an elvish discount. I didn't know Johnny was that a. Did you check your racial disposition from him? He must be. I have a, a very. He said I'll sell it to you because you. Very have a high charisma. Well, for humans you do, but for elves you're kind of because usually people attack. Me. Okay. And he said I was very charismatic, so he would strike that too often. and sell it to me for seventy five hundred. So, uh, so what is this worth? Do you think I have? Well, as I've told my children, it's worth whatever someone's willing to pay for it. So I think you have. Uh, I, you know, I, I always respect Johnny and his uh, ability to extract funds from his patrons and from people who come by. Uh, call him Honest Johnny. Honest Johnny's, Honest Johnny's Armor Shop. Right. <laughs> Hi, I'm Honest Johnny. So um, I'm going to say that this, uh, I, I, think he, I think he was honest in that you paid what you should have paid. I believe this is just plus one armor, just normal armor, because I, I don't see any special adamant, adam, adamatite or meteor made of anything fanciness. It looks like normal armor. He said he thought it came from outer space. Oh, the outer, back, back, it could have come from outer space, but it's very common outer space material. <laughs> doesn't look very exceptional. Space junk. <laughs> space. It, so there was a, a, back in the common year, I think uh, 335, there was a great rift and all oh, this... Yes, uh, it, back in 335 of the common year, it was uh, up in the, uh, in the mountains to the west of Greyhawk. There was a great rift opening from the astral plane, and lots of uh, material came down from outer, what they call outer space. It was actually from various bags of holdings that were ripped asunder. And the, the so great, it was raining, like raining junk. Raining junk, right on, on the spined uh, mountains there. And so... Um, the wizards tried, uh, a, a, they tried to bind all their mending spells together to prevent this rift, but it, it didn't work. It wasn't able to 
bent the rift. So, but that spell can't do that. No, unfortunately not. They, they, these great wizards just figured that out as they were trying to. It's great ma- magic. You study uh, for years for like apprenticeship by three years. Well, that's why elves don't get too high level in magic. That's mm-hmm. why they. That's why they're they're very magical, but they don't get to the mm-hmm. fire reaches. Anyway, this allowed for a great uh, proliferation of armor such as that. This looks like this is armor from that common year, 300 and something. So I'm going to say it's plus one armor, and it's worth about what you paid for it, 7,500 gold pieces. Nothing okay. more, nothing less. Well, I may get a second. You certainly should. Like now. No, this, there's no supervisor. <laughs> this is my show. Well, I think... I think you're okay, and I don't think you know. I think you're. you're, you're I don't. You're, you don't you're even the, have. An, you don't. Do you use an identify spell? No. Okay. So I'm you're not, you don't know ma- Do you have any magical powers at all? No. You don't. Okay. So I don't know why I'm wasting my time. Because okay. I'm sagacious in these items. Yeah. Well, I disagree, and I'm going to take. You're the my, most uncharismatic elf I've ever seen. Okay. Um, well, you know, I. Uh, um, I'm going to take my plate mail plus five, okay, and just leave. You, you, jerk. Okay. Goodbye. All right. Bye. So sorry. I hope. Okay. I hope you die. <laughs> well, okay? I hope a crow attacks you. Okay. Uh, so we have your we, we we have constables here because um, I I did want to mention uh, constable. I did want to mention the fact that her, his wife died of mysterious circumstances. Um, unhand me. <laughs> Get okay. Get your filthy paws off me, okay? You dirty Ow. human. Yeah, uh, okay. Um, you got her the last of me, okay? All right? You suck. And this show sucks. And your podcast sucks, okay? You pawing and flipping. This campaign sucks. Okay? You don't even know the rules, all right? It's no re- wonder I haven't heard of you before, okay? You take you and your 12 viewers and your 600 <laughs> subscribers and you go... Screw off. <laughs> Screw off. I can't wow, say anything on this it was ang- Steve was really angry. I'm glad you're back. Jane, I'm sorry. You shouldn't have to put up with that. Yeah, like this, that. I really, you know, I didn't sign up to have people like that. Whew, I guess it happens now. All right. So, but you did, a, you did a good job. You are correct, sir. It is a plate mail plus one. Okay. Uh, 5,000. 5,000? Oh, okay. It wasn't 7,500. Johnny ripped them off. Okay. All right. So there it is. And it's funny because David Thompson thought it was going to be a shield plus one. It was pretty close. So, And thanks to Leroy for sending. I don't have in my adventure. One of the cool things in the adventurer's log was the centerfold of the different types of shields and plates, uh, you know, physical descriptions. That's what I showed you, which I would have, but did a very fine job with the prop. There. He's Excellent. in play, man. All right, Excellent. there it is. Excellent job. But I think that's more full plate, guild plate. Ah. That's more... Uh, the plate mail that they're showing in the AD&D Adventures log is like chain mail with a couple of plates on it. Arthurian, like the Excalibur plate mail. Later generations. So that's good to know. So you're not, because I always had this image, when if you're in plate mail, that you're walking around like this, clanking alive. It's, that's not really true. Yes, you, you have some plate. Yeah, you have some plates. Yeah. It's, it's chain mail with plates on it, as opposed to this, that's a custom of armor because it has to be fitted properly for that person in the book that shall not be named or later when he talks about in the dmg about field plate that those plates were tailored for those people and you couldn't just put them on with plate mail 
one we see in the thing, people can just do. Uh, my, that's right, my AC was a centerfold. That's, that is a song. <laughs> There's a song. Yes, armor is a great topic. We should talk about armor in general. I'm not much of an armor guy, but I'm sure we could do some research on it. It would be like nice it. to have an armor guy on the show. Right, an armorer. Armor. Armorer. An armorer. Yeah. Or an armor expert. Is there someone we can... Well, Gary was an expert on pole arms. Perhaps we could sans, speak with dead. Mm-hmm. What level do we have to be dead, Gary, now? Eighth level now? Oh, because the, well, the years are coming up, right. right? The longer you're past. It's either, seven, it's either, it's either seventh or eighth level. Well, it'll be a short, short session. You only get a few questions. Well, that's true, but it's also the length of time he's been dead. So. Yes, and then... You know, that's the advantage of level. You can ask more questions, and you can... Honestly, I have to be... Here it is. Uh, wow, we have to be 16th level to talk to. Wow. I don't, that's the one thing I don't like about that spell, is that you have to be, able to, you have to be really, really high level to talk to somebody who's passed for a long time. Because it seems cool to come upon somebody who's been dead for hundreds of years. Right. You to talk to them, but right, you usually can't do that. But yeah, if they've been dead for a long time, you have to be very high level. Now, mm. you, but you could use a scroll. There would be scroll right. failure chance, but a scroll will allow you to do that, right? If the, if the scroll was cast at high enough level, was, was written at high enough level. Well, there may not be a spell failure if you're fifth level. It's only a third level spell. It doesn't matter. Ah, exactly right. So that's right. So you're, you're, you're lower level, and then you just get it. You can cast it, and then you've written at a higher level. Right. I think that's right. I agree. I'm glad. So, yes. So we, if we had a 16th level cleric out there, we could talk to him for 30 minutes and ask questions. Well, that's a probably a good fact. thing for our podcast. A little, a little fun fact there. Uh, okay, yeah, Jason Ella. We we love Jason Ella. He's got a great book on armor. All right, he does. You mean the guy? The the guy who did that TSR? Yes. Oh, that'd All be great. Right. We'll have to give him a call. Oh, thank you, sir. Why always Leroy's on there when he's not killing people on the trans way? He's really he never provides. convicted. Well, and we're we're we don't know that for a fact. We no. just we just the trans. Killer and Leroy. That's right. This, he's not. It's not a. Those people murdered or were crisis actors. They weren't. They weren't you know actually what? murdered. Well, it's just that. Uh, have we seen the trans Canadian highway killer and Leroy in the same place at the same time? I don't think so. I no, I think there they could be one and the same. I'm just saying. I don't know that for a fact. That's what I've heard. Many people say. Many people have said. <laughs> right. That, that, I don't know. That'll protect me. That's right. Many people have said that. That's a great idea. This is Big Abushi Puppy Production. All rights reserved.